in the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. 
with Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details, specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Yeah, that's how you get recruited as a... Oh, you fucked up. You already did the caribou call early? The the pre-call. That's how we know who listens to the podcast. Yep. 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 It sneaks up on you. Uh, Strike one. I got excited. It's new. I haven't tried this one. Oh, you haven't tried this one? No. Oh, man. Bring that closer to you right there so you can hear you good. Um, No, this one is like, be careful. This is like, drink two of those and... Mm-hmm. Eat a sandwich. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Order a pizza. Order a pizza. Yeah. So the um, this is how you get to be get your kid on the right baseball team, the, which is the fun baseball team. Is always <laughs> the right baseball team, and fun means like the parent, the coaches have beers afterwards, <laughs> their own refreshments. But you get your kid on that team by sponsoring the beer at the end, and I just happen to make it. <laughs> <laughs> so and so we're like the cider sponsored. Little league team, oh, right. <laughs> oh, coach <dude>. pitch team. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's actually a very unique um, thing that happens because at soccer you feel like you can't bring it. Oh yeah, it feels totally different. Yeah, because I was at Noah's soccer tournament at Kincaid like two weekends ago. I was like, oh, I should bring some beers, and I was thinking about bringing the cooler and all mm-hmm. that. And then I got there, I was like, oh, good thing I didn't. Yeah, everyone's like. <laughs> Super intense, but at baseball, no, it's super chill. You can just drink because I think it's neighborhoody. Yeah, neighborhoody. It's just like <laughs> part of the pastime is like peanuts and beer, right? Yeah, yeah, Because you're right in the neighborhood. Like all the like soccer, you're driving to Kincaid or you're driving to fucking who knows where to go. Yeah, watch the game. Whereas every baseball game is in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. which some people might not know that. I mean, I'm new to baseball with my kids. I never played baseball. Yeah, but I didn't realize it was such a community like a neighborhood community driven sport where all the kids within your neighborhood only play each other until they go play right tournaments or all-stars or right. whatever so every you know like we live in turnigan mm-hmm. so turnigan has their thing and then like city view and abito rabbit yeah. and like these other places have it and i realized how cool it was because i didn't know that jay bear um their league is kind of with our league, like oh, they have is. a team. Yeah, they have. Sometimes they have a team if they have okay. enough. Um, but we had the All Star tryouts uh-huh. on whatever this past weekend. Actually, we had to come home early from the Kenai because <laughs> it was like <laughs> Sunday morning at ten. Yeah, and when I told Mattel, he's like, "Oh, well, I don't know if I want to try out then." Because you know, <laughs> yeah, he loves fishing, fish. but the fishing sucked. So he's yeah. like, "All right, we're gonna go try Aww. out." Um, but the Jaybird guy was there, and they must have got the wrong email because they all showed up at noon. When it was at 10. Oh, no. Um, and I felt so bad because I seen him because he was coaching before he coached like coach pitch. I think he was like Noah's coach or something okay. a couple of years ago. And and um, he was, I just overheard him telling all the other parents, he's like, man, this is, he's like, they're like, where's all the cars? Where's everyone at? He's like, oh, no, this is like all the kids rode the bikes. So he like points over and there's like 50 bikes like over on the far side because oh. all the kids that tried out just like rode their bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and the parents ride their bikes and we yep. ride our bikes to practice. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really cool community um, sport. Yeah. You know, which I never knew that, you know. I guess soccer's not, like, growing up in a Colombian family, like, that wasn't our sport. Like, right. Like, baseball is more like a, 
Um, for Hispanics, it's more like a island Hispanic uh, sport, you yeah, know, yeah, like Dominican yeah. Republic, mm-hmm. Cuba, yeah. like that's their number one sport. Yeah. But in South America, it's soccer. Yeah. You know, which there's beer drinking mm-hmm. in soccer. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you can go there and there's more than that. There's barbecues and everything uh-huh. at soccer. Um, but another thing that I was just thinking about as I was talking about that was I was at uh, Rustic Goat uh-huh. the other day. And I was talking with Nick, uh, my brother-in-law, how, like, what a cool, like, concept that that is yes. of, like, the having, the, having the neighborhood restaurant yep. deal. And even kind of how, um, like, um, the bakery, what's the bakery? Uh, Fire Island. Fire Island and yep. how they have their thing downtown. Yeah. With, with and the co- east side one. And the east side one. I was like, man, you should be able to never have to leave your neighborhood yep. if you don't want to. Yep. To have, like, a little Nusagaya, mm-hmm. a brewery, mm-hmm. a little restaurant. Like, that should be embedded. Yep everywhere it should Mm be yep and it's like a permitting nightmare to get those yes and and you know you have to have a change of use for the land it has to go through the assembly and then like parking like you got to figure out this whole parking thing because you have to follow the city parking codes and they don't like consider that okay well 80 percent of the people that are coming in are on their bike or walking even the winter we're walking to russet goat yeah and people are skiing there yep yep, yeah yep fat tire bikes and yeah yeah, they just put so much hindrance on that, like, business, mm-hmm. like, to yeah. do that community-style thing f- f- because of parking. But now, when you look at it and you go to look at um, houses for sale or anything like that, that's, like, one of the pluses on there, like, oh, close to Rustic right. Go. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, like, advertising it yeah. as, like, this is a positive thing now where it's, like, man, every neighborhood should have at least the opportunity. Yeah. If someone in that neighborhood or anyone wants to open up whatever totally there mm-hmm. yeah it, it just kind of reminds me of um like boroughs in new york mm-hmm. things like that where you have like the bodega and you have your little spots where you never ever leave your little neighborhood mm-hmm. yeah in brooklyn or yeah, wherever you can you're walk mm-hmm. like yeah. why do we have to drive everywhere yeah, yeah. and especially now with gas it's like insane oh, man. and all the prices of everything like you should yeah. be able to just be in your community you know Yep. You're speaking in the choir. I agree. Yeah, man. <laughs> the, um, it was interesting because when we first started Double Shovel, a bunch of our friends in Turnigan were like, oh, here's some land. Like, it was pretty close to us to go. And there was, like, no way that we were going to be able to do the change of use for that land. That, yeah. But we looked at it, and, and it would be awesome to have, like, a little brewery right there. I mean, there's room for that. I, I don't know. What's it take? Like, a couple generations of politicians to decide it's okay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah i don't even think if you got everyone in your area to agree that it would be enough you'd have to go into like make new like city regulations basically yeah you know but let's do it i mean it's 2022 let's just move things on but even when they were gonna do the rest of the remember there's people picketing oh yeah it was crazy people are mad they're like blocking the road like you're not gonna take our park away like no you don't even go to the fucking park right like it's just like grass there that you never go there and you never use that little parking lot there right ever Mm -hmm. yeah like no one was ever there yeah you know i drove by it every day but they wanted to pick it and now it's like oh it raised property prices so now it's cool well, and the other thing is that the only way they were able to build that was to make it a multi-use facility. So those like condos that are right next okay. door are part of it. And so that's like kind of like part of this like modern city planning is that like you have a business downstairs and then upstairs or shared on the property, there's living space. Yeah. 
So they found the loophole. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And then, and then I think they had found a loophole with the parking at first, but then they had to buy the park because that park was not, they a had park. to buy the park. Well, to make, yeah, that's their parking. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. Like the city's the next not going to turn it. Cause there's like that. And then there's like overflow. And then I had to like go pick up the hot dog stand and I parked at that very end, which I yeah. didn't even know. Yeah. It was like a third one. Yeah, that's like a, almost like a pullout for like a circle for that last little tiny park. That yeah. the only thing in that park is a bike trail right in the middle because people are too lazy to go on the bike trail. So they go right to the middle. To go to the bridge there? Yeah, yeah, to the bridge. Um, yeah, I've never seen someone in that park. And I bike through that to get to work a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, let's yeah. make some changes. Yeah. I don't know what that takes. It definitely adds flavor to the neighborhood and it makes the community tighter to have like, well, I mean, I have our baseball games down there. Can you, you know, I played at Abbott or Rabbit growing up in it. We definitely had that community atmosphere. Um, like we met so many people and hung out there all day, but it was always a bummer for the parents. Cause like I'm biking down O'Malley road to get to the game. And then the, all the parents have to drive. You know, we're lucky that we live in Turnigan where you can walk, you know, or ride your bike. Oh, okay. You but know. you still had that community up there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Baseball was definitely like that until we were like 13. Yeah. And then you start playing like inner city, and that kind of goes away after that. Okay. You know, the the inner city, inner, league, inner city league play, yeah. you know, where you're going over to different parks. Yeah. Well, I found it really cool. Um, Mateo's played on basically a different team the last four years um, where he started with like his group of friends from his school. And then I thought it was really cool that he's had different, cause now you, he's making friends with all the kids in the same league yeah. and we're making friends with yeah, like, all, all the their parents, parents. Yeah, in the same cool. league. Yeah. So it's like, we know parents on every single team. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, okay. You live over here. You live over there. You live over there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's just like, it just builds that community oh, even totally, bigger. Totally. Yeah. It's awesome. So do you make the all-star team? Um, he's finding out. He thinks he didn't do that well, um, but he's just not as confident as I think uh, yeah. he could be. Um, but I didn't realize that there's like the nine, eleven All Star team, yeah. and then there's like the twelve, nine, nine and ten, eleven, twelve, right? I think it's I. I think they had the twelve separated. Oh wow! From the other kids, okay. And I didn't realize that a majority of the kids that he's been playing with are older. Okay. Um, and cause when you go and there's like, okay, there's like 40 kids over there and only like 15 or whatever in his age group. And uh -huh. I was like, you probably made that. Yeah. And, yeah. But what a big difference, like 11 to 12, oh, like the totally. kids, like the pitching and just like, yep. you see some of these kids that are just like throwing heat. You're like, God, man, yeah, this yeah. kid is just good. Yeah, yeah. Then you realize, okay, he's a year older, Yeah, you know, and every year when you're like 11 to 18 or 16 yeah. or whatever the kid can grow like six inches yeah. you know and just become so much stronger yeah i remember that going into like majors at 10 and hitting off 12 year olds was way faster than when you move at 13 to the big fields so then we'd move to the big fields at 13 and then you're just playing against 13 year olds and it was like slow pitch because the oh. pitcher mound is whatever 60 feet i think i then. didn't even think about that yeah. so when you go to the next level what is the next level called juniors okay so yeah you go juniors and seniors so juniors minors junior senior no, min minors, minors majors but minors and majors are the same level typically okay they're just the same age group but um minors will include more of the young ones and then the more adv the less advanced 
like older kids and then majors will be like the most advanced 10 through 12 year olds and then you jump to juniors where everyone's back together and they're 13 and some leagues play 13 14 15 but most play 13 and then you go 14 15 is majors or is seniors and then 16 17 18 is big league oh big so there is like once you're in high school there's like regular league there there the is but like it depends what your high school coach says like our high school coach wouldn't let us play big league oh. which was really silly of him yeah but because it's separate right because yeah that'd it, be in the summer versus during the school year they, they're like around the same time um but they don't interfere with each other like because the big league coaches want the high school kids on the team and they're like it's okay if you miss practice yeah you know um but you just get to play more you get to see more balls you mm-hmm. get you get a it, it you know so the kids that were able to play all so at the and then after high school ends there's legion which is t- it's not directly school related but it's typically like a school still like it's still like service okay legion. um but is that not, like the all-star of whatever it's just summer ball oh, okay so we didn't play that growing up because then you miss like all hunting and fishing yeah basically it's just all summer so usually like the guys that i know close some of our mutual friends that played legion they like were like oh man we, i miss a lot of fishing yeah you know well that was one of the that was one of the things i was like encouraging mattel i was like well if you don't make it that just means we're going fishing yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm gonna be honest i was like man i kind of hope he doesn't because it's on the weekend <laughs> they're all on the weekend it's right. fucked, dude right. and then noah's soccer tournaments are all on the weekend so yeah. i'm like there goes four weekends, yeah. you know, like prime time. Totally. I'm like, this is ridiculous. That should what, be during the week. That's what we ran into with hockey last fall. It was like, oh, suddenly they went from weekday play to you also have a weekend. So it was three days a week. And it was like, no, we're, we're going skiing, yeah. you know? Yeah. So we had to just hang up the hockey skates for a little bit. Yeah, that's good to do that. Then it just makes it like we're just having fun. There's yeah. no like pressure to like mm-hmm. that's right. the tournament or whatever. You know, yeah. Every day walking down the field, it's like, what's baseball about? Having fun. What's yeah. skiing about? Having fun. Like, yeah. We're not. Then you see those parents out there. It's just like, man, relax, guy. Totally. Relax. Totally. Or the mom. Yeah. The moms are just like <laughs> super intense, like sport mom. Yeah. Who like must have played like you know softball college or something, and yeah. it's just like relax, lady. They're ten. Yeah. She's just yelling at them, and like she's got the counter and yeah, shit, yeah, and like yeah, notes, yeah. And the camera. Yeah, she's yeah, always yeah. the scorekeeper. Yeah, like I don't yeah. even want to bust out her yeah, name, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we like, love you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for doing that, because no one, none of us want to do that. <laughs> so, um, you know, being the beer sponsor, cider sponsor of the team um, for the adults, uh, I don't bring the kids snacks, um, <laughs> but you put I, the kids snacks in there too. Yeah, yeah, I did have the kids snacks in there. <laughs> Anyway, so usually I like it's just in like my little Patagonia backpack that I've had forever that you guys all know about. But I uh, got an early Father's Day present. It's this Arctic 30 can, they call it, backpack. And it is legit. So it's pretty heavy duty, but it literally holds 30 cans of beer. So, I mean, we have tall boy setters. I haven't maxed it out. I may bring two four packs. <laughs> but um, Do you man, have to lay them this way? No, they, you can, oh, or do they fill stand, it? Like what, what constitute the 30? The 30 is four layers of 12 packs or whatever. Not oh, 12, okay. 10. Okay. Okay. 
straight up three layers 10 straight up what's what i noticed off the bat on the is the back the actual backpack part looks like heavy duty oh yeah like it stitching has and padding and like it's not just gonna like fall apart no yeah this is legit this is next level for this cooler thing so and i think that this would like go shit this could fit in my dry bag and load it up with with ciders and get flown to hawaii instead of the yeti bag this a whole way more yeah man i'm conflicted on that yeti um i have the yeti 30 hopper which the magnet thing which is cool it's better than the zipper because the problem is is like people don't close the zipper all the way but the magnet's like awesome because it snaps close every single time but then it's a fucking mission to to get to stick a cider in there sideways to like load it because oh, every really? time you open it like it snaps it just snaps closed right away so i like <laughs> i literally have like a, a it's cider. like a lingcod just grabbing you yeah i just stick this i stick it in there sideways so it like has the mouth open then i can like load yeah, it yeah, up yeah, yeah, you yeah. know yeah that's funny that you have to do that uh, yeah so my zipper broke this year on my yeti 30 or whatever it is oh well return it because you'll they'll give you the offer to get and that's what i got that bag or you can get like one like that uh-huh they give you like four things like which one do you want you just send them an email or go you send them an email with a picture of the damage and if your zipper all those zipper ones they had to replace them all oh okay um and they sent me they sent me uh, a box to like put the old one in oh, okay and then you choose what you want and then literally like the next week they send you oh man. whatever one you chose i need to do that yeah yeah you should yeah i was super bummed yeah, but that was like an initial flaw because yeah. to close that last little gap, mm-hmm. it was like a kid couldn't do it. Like yeah. you have to like, so really anytime like the kids yank. would get in there, they'd really have to yank it yeah. to get it out of there. Yeah. So, but I'm not happy, 100% happy with the magnet, which is good because it closes, but I'm like fucking nitpicking here. Yeah. <sighs> I got to put the cider in there to load it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like a paint stick or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> That's funny, And even man. to like dry it out, like I'll wipe it down at the end, but yeah. you have to like stick something in there. You got to call it little. Jaws or something, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, what's the next thing? So I have one more dad question uh, before we get rolling. <laughs> okay. So the kid's birthday is coming up. It, w- what is the advice on BB gun versus these airsoft guns? Because mm, it, it's time for gun safety and shooting cans and stuff. Really good question. Um, I went BB gun with my boys, and I bought Carlos' daughters. Uh-huh. I bought all the kids BB guns yeah, for that's Christmas. Right, that's right. Aww. Yeah, for, they all got BB guns for Christmas. Yeah, and my thought process because I look at the airsoft guns too. I thought that the BB gun seemed more realistic. Yeah, it does. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't look like a toy. Yeah. So then when you're telling them, like, this is not a toy, yeah. you know, you could really hurt yourself. And then it just makes that transition when yeah. you get to a real rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if the airsoft guns have, like, the actual sights, like the little hard iron sights mm-hmm. on them and all that. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, it just seemed, and it had, like, the pump. Um, so it just seemed like more realistic yeah yeah and maybe nostalgic yeah definitely nostalgic like the daisy uh or the red rider where it has the lever action yeah that was like like, what i was dreaming of getting them for sure but i will say um noah's not strong enough to pump it oh really because it takes at least three pumps okay and even mateo's barely able to and he's 11 Uh barely able to like yeah and you're worried that they're gonna like 
since their, their, their finger in there. So many times. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So Noah's not able to do it. So yeah. that is one yeah. like flaw. Yeah. But yet maybe good. Like if you're not ready for it, yeah, you're yeah. just not ready for it. Well, you know? I definitely don't my kids aren't gonna be allowed to shoot the gun without me. And it's gonna be one at a time. So I don't mind like pumping it for him. Yeah, I just I got surprised because I had this like daisy kind of like the it's a one single pump so it doesn't shoot the same feet per second as like the the pellet slash BB guns that you're talking about and it's like the one that I had when I was like six or whatever which definitely shot a window out in a car on accident <laughs> uh, trying to shoot squirrels and uh, getting yelled at by my dad in Casper, Wyoming that was funny but um, <laughs> I don't think it got it taken away maybe I did. But anyway, I still have that little BB gun at my dad's house. It's sweet. Um, so, but, so I'm like set on this. And then like, I, I had heard about the airsoft stuff, but I'm not paying attention. And so like, I went in to go get these daisies and then I saw them and I was like, well, maybe that's safer, you know, because it's like they're, they're big, like six millimeter mm-hmm. thing, you know, rubber. I'm sure they'd like knock a window out still. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. Those are like hard little plastic. Right, things. right. So, yeah. But it just looks toyish. Yeah, they it's, do. It looks they like do. a toy, so it yeah. just seems like you're got another Nerf gun, right? That could actually like break a window. Yeah, the you one know? the ones that I saw all look like ARs. There was like ARs, and then an AK forty seven. I was like, "Where's the one that like looks like a regular rifle?" Oh, and really? there wasn't one. Mm-hmm. But these like straight up look like ARs. And the cool thing about the ones I was looking at is that the stock was adjustable. So you could like adjust it and it did have like regular sights because we're going to get it for like target practice. Not but is for, it like bright green and, or was it, it like, was like rifle bla- it looked like an AK or, oh, or an AR. The airsoft ones. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The ones I saw, like I, I was at Cabela's. Um, yeah. Like they all look, there was like a white AR and then a black AR. Okay. Were like the ones. I guess the only uh, airsoft my neighbor kid had one, it, it was a pistol, but it looked like it was like white and like oh, green yeah. and like pink. Yeah. It just looked like a toy. Like a toy. And that's not what you want. Yeah. There's also this new one that I heard about, which I'm not getting, which is way safer. And it's like, um, I forget what they call it, but you know, like those, uh, like kind of like hand balls that you squeeze the stress balls and mm-hmm. they, they're like really soft and like almost like water-based. They make those tiny, like six millimeter size, and now they make guns that shoot those. So they're like, if you hit someone or it oh. won't break a window. Yeah. But the problem with those is then they'll like really shoot, shoot each other. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like we're trying to teach gun safety. Right. You know, like this yeah. whole thing is about like this is how you're going to be able to like get a 22 when you're eight. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And if you can't illustrate gun like absolute gun safety, then you're gonna have to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does the um airsoft have like the safety that's a good question i'm not sure i should look at that because the daisy one it was like set up almost exactly like the old 3030 is what it reminded me of Uh um and had the safety had everything that like a regular rifle would have right yep it had the mine had like the right above the trigger had a red for you know red red, black little button there Yeah. yeah yeah that's a great question i'm not sure i hope that whatever one i get does have that yeah, and I think you could actually use it to, like, if you were going to go, like, maybe get a rabbit or mm-hmm. something, you could pump that thing up to 10, and it will take out something like that. An airsoft? No, the BB no, gun. No, the BB gun, yeah, yeah. For, sure, for sure. And what's cool is the BB or pellet. Yeah, yeah. So you could do either or. Yeah. And I don't know what's the pellets. The pellet's better. The pellet's better. Yeah, yeah. the shape, and you can get them heavier. Okay. 
Yeah. So if you're actually going to like want to put a small animal down. Yeah. You're going to go pellet. Yep. Yeah. 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 I was, they wanted to bring them to the Kenai last weekend. I was like, ah. All the rafts floating around. Yeah, you're gonna be running around in the woods shooting these you things. Like, there's a guy, kit. some kids, <laughs> some guys fishing back there. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like, I was like, I don't think so. Yeah. But on the dad thing, I took Noah. He's got his first bow lesson tomorrow. Oh, nice. I went and talked to Dave too yeah. uh, at Full Curl Archery. Um, so we're doing the dual lesson yes. tomorrow. Cool. Me and him tomorrow morning at ten thirty. That's cool. Because awesome. he wanted one for his birthday mm-hmm. and. And Danica, his birthday's tomorrow, right? His birthday's tomorrow. Yeah. Um, my youngest is not, I mean, loves going fishing and camping and stuff, but he's not the biggest outdoors kid. Like, okay. my oldest son loves fishing. Like, mm-hmm. he's, like, in love with it. The The younger one just kind of goes. He has fun camping and rafting and, you know, having fun out there by the fire. But he's not, like, super, he's never showed any interest in, like, wanting to go hunting okay. or anything like that. So he took me by surprise when, like, two months ago, he's like, I want a bow and arrow for Aww. my birthday and i'm like okay and he but he just wants to do he's like i saw her there's like competitions and like oh, he wants one of the things in the backyard he's like yeah, showing yeah. me where he's gonna all this before he even went before yeah, we ever yeah. even went there he's never shot a bow ever i've never shot a bow ever uh-huh. and so we went there and we're like this morning we went thinking i'm thinking naively like oh we're just gonna get you a boat yeah yeah but i go in there and i talk to dave and he's like oh well yeah i normally want to have a lesson i was like oh yeah that makes actually a lot of sense yeah you yeah. know and fit them and all this yeah, stuff yeah. and so like we got that all set up and but my son had already like wants to know he already had a place where he's going to put the target yeah, and yeah, all yeah. this stuff he's like i could do it right here in the backyard i was like yeah he's like and then i could take it on the keen eye he's like thinking about because he's not into yeah. fishing yeah yeah but he's thinking he could take his little thing out there yeah. you know his target and, and yeah. his boat which i was like no, okay awesome. that's cool that's, that's like yeah. not a bb gun yeah. you know what i'm saying you might miss like but you're not gonna shoot someone rafting by right you right, know? right that's so an like, awesome okay, cool. idea so yeah. like that'd be perfect for a little yeah. like some kid to do that yeah. in Kenai. did he does he want to go compound or is he- well he didn't know well initially in his mind he thought a bow and arrow was like made out of wood yeah yeah and like, like trad like bow. trad bow but when we walked in there all the trad bows are in the back yeah um so all he saw was a compound he's like he's Ooh. like oh those are the bows he's, yeah. and i was like yeah he's like he's like oh i was thinking like a long wood one yeah yeah and i was like oh like a trad bow and yeah, then yeah. dave took him to the back uh-huh. to show him, and he's just like oh but he'd never even like conceptualized yeah, yeah. the other one yeah so then he goes back and look at the other one, and he's, you can just see his little mind clicking. He's yeah. like, oh, that oh. one looks like it has the wheels and like yeah, yeah, better, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tomorrow he's going to try yeah, yeah, and yeah. see what he wants to do. That's the, cool. The uh, trad bow or long bow, long bow is probably going to be easier, but those uh, those will be hard for him to pull back, but it, I think they'd be way more fun as a kid. You know, well, that's what Dave was saying. He's like, it's harder because you're actually holding whatever 13 pounds or whatever yeah. it is versus three pounds at a 20 pound bow. But he said they have a lot more fun, yeah, with it, yeah. But I guess it's probably a lot easier to go from trad to 
if you can shoot a trad bow, it'd be like learning how to pitch, you know, before you throw a baseball, like you're already, you already have like this motion down in this instinct where like, it's a hundred percent instinctual, the long bow, like it's, you're, you don't have sights Yeah, where, um, you know, shooting the, tra- the, the compound bow is more of like a systematic process, like follow these steps mm. and then it's going to get there. Um, so like I think that people that can shoot a trad bow are probably better in terms of like instinct, you know. Yeah, it almost seemed like he wanted like Dave wanted to start him off with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna let him just, yeah, just yeah, try yeah, him totally. on and just decide like what he yeah. wants to do. Yeah. And you know, with him, he's he's like, Oh, I like this orange one. Yeah. You know, he wants whatever the color he yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah, one yeah. looks cool. Yeah, you know. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's cool. Yeah. You can have fun. Or so you're going to get a bow too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. No. Yeah. No, I, I plan to go and just do it. Like, that's going to be yeah. me and his thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's awesome, man. So I, I was in there like a kid in a can because I had never even been in there yeah, either. Yeah. That place is awesome. And I'm just looking at them all and I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. excited. I'm yeah. like more excited than he <laughs> <You're> is. Pumped, <laughs> yeah. I was kind of bummed because he was like totally expecting to come home. With today the, with yeah. the bow Aww. but i was like this is even cooler yeah. like now yeah. we're gonna get to go do the lessons and then i started telling him like yeah there's like competitions he's yeah. like oh mm-hmm. there's other kids and then he's like who's the best kid in alaska no. and i was telling him how um brandon's daughter has a bow and he's like what yeah he's like is it pink because he knows that's like her favorite yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah actually it is pink <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like super stoked for this new like outdoor thing that yeah. he loves to do um, and it's kind of cool because Big Brother didn't come, and and it's like his own little. Because yeah. Mateo is so into fishing and like fly fishing and ice fishing, he's like obsessed. Where Noah could care less; like mm-hmm. he doesn't even want to go. Mm-hmm. But this is like something that he could do while we're fishing. Yeah, you know, even in the winter, you mm-hmm. know, ice fishing or whatever. And I was like, man, that's just so cool that he came to it on his own. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's great. You know, so I'm excited. I don't know how excited mom is about it all, but. <laughs> Whatever, we're going to do it. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to Alaska Wall Project, episode 69. Um, today, that was a long intro, guys, sorry. Um, we have Danica Baldwin here, uh, girl in Alaska. Yes, hello, thank you hello. for having me. Yeah. At Thanks girl in Alaska, in. that's the yes. Instagram, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Good. And all my social media handles. And all the social media. How'd you come up with that? Um... You know, I actually did sit down for a little while and I tried to think of some clever names and it was just, it's just a fact. I'm a girl in Alaska, exploring Alaska. And so <laughs> it was simple and um, yeah, it just stuck. It used to be Danica, Alaska. Okay. And then I kind of switched it to girl in Alaska. Oh, now it was, because so. uh, noticing it says girl dot in dot Alaska. Yes. Was girl in Alaska all one word taken? It's taken. Oh, no yes. way. By a girl who doesn't even use it. Oh, <laughs> have you tried to contact her? No, I haven't. I probably should, but um, yeah, so the I had to add the periods, yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I went to put in my like name, mm-hmm. thinking... No one will have that. Daniel Boitrago. <laughs> who the fuck has that? Yeah. There's like 50 of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Who are these people? So like, I couldn't even get my own name. I don't like do whatever it is mine is 
but it was just funny. And even like the YouTube, because when I before Alaska Wild Project, I was doing stuff. Yeah. And I just had my name. Yeah. And then you go to go, and there's like some famous like Ecuadorian like soccer player oh, nice. with the same name. I'm yeah. like this guy, man. He's you getting all get my shirts. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I should do. Send him your air burrito Col- jersey. Yeah. He's not from Colombia. I can't do that. Uh. My dad would kill me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, Danica. Well, let's 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 jump right into it. Actually. Before we jump in, now, let's give a quick shout out to the sponsors really quick, and then we're going to come back with all the yeah. questions. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. Arbor Capital. Arbor Capital is based in Anchorage, Alaska, and it's your go-to wealth management company. Arbor Capital is at the forefront of digital assets and cryptocurrencies. If you've been looking to invest your hard-earned money or you just want to learn more about crypto, blockchain technology, or digital investments, give their website arborcapital.io a visit. What's great about Arbor is they provide a low-cost, transparent, research-based investment strategy for digital assets and traditional investments as well. ArborCapital.io is your first step in putting your money to work. Let one of Arbor's investment professionals walk you through your options for financial growth and security. Start investing for the future today at ArborCapital.io. Arbor Capital, your Alaska digital asset company. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. Um, just a really quick story here <laughs> talking about, uh, about uh, Danica here. I was, I was telling my wife at the baseball game, she normally asks me, like, who's coming on the podcast? Da, 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 da. And no- normally it's like, she doesn't know who the fuck it is. <laughs> you know, she's like, I don't know who that is. And, and then this time she's like, she, she didn't mention anything. She's like, oh, you got you got girl in Alaska coming on the thing. She's like, I know who she is. And then she's like, all the girls at the school, or not the school, at work, or like, oh, you got Danica from Girl in Alaska. They're all big fans of her. And uh. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I just know Danica from the bank. <laughs> Because you used to work at the bank yep. when I used yep. to have my hot dog stand yep. outside in front of Conoco. Yep. And you were, worked in the bank. And, of course, I come in there every day smelling like hot dogs. And I was a regular hot dog customer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a little, a little history there. That's funny. 
Um, let's jump out. Let's actually jump into um, your history as far as um, <clears throat> you growing up in Alaska and some of the things that got you um, to where you are now, like in love with all these outdoor things yeah. that you're doing. Like, was your dad taking you out there? Like, walk mm -hmm. us through what's. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I wasn't born in Alaska. I was actually born in California. Oh, where in California? Um, Bellflower. Oh, okay. My mom's from Long Beach. Both my parents were, and so they were kind of beach bums. And my dad's mom at the time actually owned the Seaview Cafe in Hope. Oh, okay, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she needed help running the cafe one summer, and my parents just packed up, and we drove um, from California to Alaska, and my dad became the cook, and my mom was the wait waitress, and we lived in, like, a tiny little cabin. It's still standing today. Oh, that's awesome. And so, yeah, I moved to Hope when I was four and spent a couple years there. Um, my parents actually split up then, and then I ended up moving to Girdwood. So I lived in Girdwood. First through fifth grade, spent a lot of time there. I still have tons of friends from there. I have a lot of like memories from Girdwood and stuff. Yeah. So that was really good times. Were you skiing? Yeah, I actually, I used to snowboard. Okay. Yeah, I don't do it too much anymore, um, but I was, it was like, it was PE. We yeah. would go to Alieska. That's and so awesome. Yeah, and at that time, my that mom. That was actual PE? Yes, yep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we would walk there and, yeah. and go, and then my mom actually used to work at the hotel. She worked in the gift shop, and so a lot of history there. I spent a lot of time at the Alieska Hotel and in the swimming pool and stuff like that, um, and then ended up moving to Anchorage, so I spent uh, sixth, seventh, eighth, and then all of high school in Anchorage, went to college in Anchorage. Um, and after that, I've kind of been all over South Central Alaska. So I ended up, um, moving to Wasilla, lived there for a couple of years and then kind of transitioned to the Kenai Peninsula. And, um, on the peninsula, I've lived in Nikiski, Kenai and Soldatna kind of all over as well. And Soldatna is currently where I'm at. Um, I've been there for, this will be my ninth year, so I've been oh, away wow. from Anchorage yeah. for quite a while. Yeah. yeah, it's it's weird. I come back to Anchorage and I have to pull out my Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> so different now. Yeah, yeah, especially if I'm going to like a new restaurant or somewhere and there's all these new roads and things like that. And yeah. so it's just funny to me how, how so much has changed. Um, and then, um, so yeah, so I haven't always been into the outdoors. I went, I used to go to California every summer when I was younger. And so I was definitely more of like a little city girl, beach girl. Yeah. Um, I've definitely always loved the outdoors, but you know, neither of my parents really exposed me to it either. Um, living in hope, you know, there was a ton of people like fishing all the time and stuff. And so my dad would occasionally take us to do that, but he was definitely still learning himself uh -huh. as well and yeah. didn't really know much either. And so. Um, I didn't really get into the outdoors, I would say, until um, I was with like a former partner uh -huh. um, and we would, you know, we kind of got more into the outdoors ourselves because both of our parents really never, you know, exposed us to it. And so that's kind of where it started. So it was with a boy and um, just kind of transitioned there. I started doing more stuff outdoors, kind of got more into like fishing and stuff like that. And, I, and again, I wasn't like a pro or anything and I'm still not. Um, but then I kind of started flying that kind of happened with a, an ex as well. And so got into flying more and got into fishing more and then I got into hunting and it's just kind of evolved over the last, I don't know, eight to 10 years. So really as an adult. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not in high school or anything like that. So Mostly. Which which is, uh, I, I want to say it's more normal than not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with a lot of my friends, um, like 
you know, I had friends who never caught a fish and never went out and did the things that like my parents, would, uh-huh. my dad, I should say more specifically, yeah. would take us out. Like they'd never been on a TV trip, never been right. on a float trip, never mm-hmm. been on any of these things, even, you know, growing up. Yeah. And it's, there's actually a lot of kids out there and being in the school district, I find that, you know, living in the East side, mm-hmm. a lot of those kids never leave their neighborhood. No. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They've never going to do any of these things, whether it's because um, finances or their parents just don't know what to do, right. you right. know, so it's actually more common than not. You think you grew up in Alaska, you grew up doing all this stuff, right. but that's not always true. No, right. I meet tons of people even now that, you know, they're seeing everything I'm doing and they're just like, this is so inspiring because I've, I've never done any of this stuff and I've lived here my entire life, you know? Oh, yeah. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now too is like, I'm very outgoing. I love trying new things. And so the more I learn about the outdoors and fishing, flying, hunting, and all these like Alaskan things, the more like addicted I'm getting and the more I want to try and the more I want to do and see and the more I want to share and share my experiences with everyone and and not just the good things, you know, but the stuff that I learned along the way too and kind of help people in that way and kind of inspire them to kind of get out and learn more and do more. Do you find that... um there's way more stuff going on than you ever thought. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> there are so many just really cool locally owned family businesses I found, I think. Yeah. With, with I think that's the biggest thing I found is with working with all these Alaskan companies. And, um, you know, a lot of them reach out to me. And so it's like I've never really heard about their business until they reached out to me. And then I come and I do like a collaboration with them and I learn more about it. And, um, you know, like, when I met you and stuff, yeah. you know, it was like, I didn't even know that your place existed. Um, and so learning more about that. Double shovel. You didn't know. Double I didn't shovel. know. I knew double shovel, but <laughs> local, local greens, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, so I'm yeah. um, totally new double shovel, but I didn't even know you guys did that. And so, um, just numerous businesses. I went to a really cool, um, family owned, uh, gold store downtown Alaska mint. Mm hmm really nice family they've Uh been there for over 30 years and i can't tell you how many times i've walked past that building and never walked in it and just to go in there and learn the history and everything that they've been doing and everything they have going on in there it's really cool so it's cool that you're sharing that you know because there's so many like you like you said there there's all these businesses that have this story yeah but they don't have the time or the skills or the thought to like get the content out there and be like hey this is what we're about yeah because it's not like i'm not sharing anything that's like a surprise you know what i mean like you could easily look up your website and learn that information that i'm posting in a reel or whatever but it's i think it's the way i'm presenting it and Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm trying to make it relatable and i'm trying to show you like a real behind the scenes experience, not something you're going to see on like a website or commercial or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of those old like Alaska businesses are really stuck in old school tradition style where they're just been at their location Mm -hmm. or their lodge or whatever for so long, never really needed to um, advertise Mm -hmm. other than, you know, the daily news or whatever the radio, maybe, or if they do, it's radio or print or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, now you have these older um business owners that can't really wade through the weeds of social media or they just don't have the time to do it but they're smart enough to know like yeah i know someone that is actually doing it really good and we could bring her in to do that Mm -hmm. yeah 
And like speaking about the mint, uh, Alaska mint, like yeah. they got the sun because I played hockey with the mom and the dad okay. a long time ago. And that's the boys, right? Yep. They're pretty much yep. running the stuff. Yep. Yep. Because it's funny because I reached out. Mike, I want to say, is the main main guy. Was um, it Mike? I didn't meet. Yes, Mike. Sorry, the, yep. the dad, yep. right? Yeah. Or, I think he's the dad. And I reached out to him because I knew him from hockey. And I was like, hey, man, we want to have you on the podcast. He's like, oh, I don't even really know what that is. <laughs> he's like, but I'll bring, you I'll send the twins over or yeah. one of the yeah. boys over there. I think they're twins. I don't know if they're, they look like twins. They do. Okay. I met with Gunner. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah, twins. that's probably actually a better, better idea. Why don't you have him come in? And we've been trying to get him to come in. Oh, yeah, you totally should. Yeah. yeah. They have, they're so knowledgeable just about everything that they're doing. It's really cool. And they've been there for forever, oh, ever, ever, time. ever. Yeah, and they're like the only people doing what they're doing, like minting gold coins still. And, and yeah. I didn't realize um, how big of like a collector's thing it was and like a thing in Alaska. Like they mint a new, I did a rod coin every year, a new Alaska coin every year. And so it's very, yeah. there's like coin collectors out there. It's yeah, like a thing. well, it's like the I did a rod <laughs> um, button yeah. uh, pin, pin, right. yeah. yep. you know, yeah. it's yeah. like right up that same yeah. alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Those guys have been around for a long time. It's so cool, and there's hundreds of them mm-hmm. of old Alaskan villages or not villages, but businesses and yeah. things related to that. Totally. Whether it's a fishing guide or a lodge yeah. or mm-hmm. Airbnbs yeah. now, like yeah. charters, tours, everything. Yeah, small local businesses, um, mom and pop shops, people that are just strictly online. There's a lot of businesses that formed out of COVID, right? Um, yeah. And so. There's a lot. I, I almost see um, like things that you're doing is almost like the bridge because sure you can build a website, which is obvious, or you can build or have your own Facebook or Instagram page. Right. But if you don't have people that are looking for it or don't have the followers yeah. to actually look for it, like it's just going to be in that void of yeah. the internet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, you have a website, but yep. no one knows it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, how do people find that website? Exactly. You know, exactly. Unless you're paying for Google ads and things like that. It's like, how do you even compete? Yes. So, yeah. so I feel like you're like that bridge um, to, to bring basically these old, Alaskan or new Alaska yeah. businesses yeah, yeah. into the limelight of people that are like searching for these cool yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. This influencer marketing, it's, you know, it's very popular in the lower, lower 48. Obviously we get everything kind of late to Alaska, but I do think that local businesses are actually starting to see the the value in it, you know, of the influencer marketing world. And um, it's social media is free. It's a free platform. Yeah. Why not take advantage of it and use it? And, you know, my the demographic of my followers is like ages 25 to 44. Um, they're travelers. They're people wanting to do like adventurous, thrilling things because it's mm-hmm. what I'm doing, you yeah. know? And it's like, I have a more targeted market. And so, you know, you throw out a radio ad hoping that you're going to get a hit. Mm-hmm. You put something on my page. Well, these people are specifically looking for that content, specifically right. looking for something to do. So the chances of, you know, the eyes seeing it on my page are a lot higher than on the radio ad. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Are you doing like paid sponsored ads when you do them or or the promotions, I mean? Yeah, so right now, as far as I do several different things on social media. So one aspect of it is the local business collaborations. And that's where I work with local businesses in Alaska to just generate more, you know, brand awareness, Mm -hmm. bring more attention to their business. Also bring more attention to the city that they're in as well. Um, Like I went to Skagway, for instance, and did a collaboration with a company there called Ocean Raft Alaska. And um, so, yeah, so that's one aspect of it. So they provide a, um, it's like a 
like a super fast raft on the water and oh. it goes really fast and they do donuts out in the ocean. Oh. So they're kind of like the only people in Alaska doing uh-huh. it. And so it's, it's motorized. Yep, motorized. Yeah. They have custom built boats that seat like 25 people. Ah. They've got these seats that you like straddle and there's like an oh shit bar right here. Yeah. And little foot pigs and I mean, it's fun. Yeah. And then on top of that, you're getting like a, a wildlife cruise out of yeah, it too. Because yeah. We saw seals and sea lions and there was... They sometimes get whales out there, but you know, bald eagles and things like that. Waterfalls everywhere. Yeah, huge waterfalls, so many waterfalls. So that's one aspect of what I'm doing is working with local businesses in that way. And that can be completely custom and tailored to whatever they need from me. Whether you want me to make a reel, do you want me to come in and just take photos? Do you want me to, you know, put something on my story and things like that? And then, um, and then I have the travel planning and then also Instagram now pays content creators too so i do get paid from instagram oh you do yeah how's yeah. that work it's um based off plays uh-huh. so you get like a monthly goal um and so if you hit x amount of plays then you get like your max monthly goal but you also um keep what you earn so if i don't hit the max i still can earn you know x amount of dollars mm. but oh, okay they're paying creators all the way up to thirty five thousand dollars a month oh so wow yeah yeah and so that idea for them is that more people are using their platform. Yeah. So they real, they're trying relevant. to compete with TikTok. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's on TikTok. It's a video based app. And so when you're on TikTok, you're typically staying on their app longer mm. because you're watching videos. Whereas on Instagram, you know, you, mean, you might not be on it as long because you're looking at pictures and other things and a combination of other things. Mm. And so, yeah, Instagram's trying to compete with TikTok. That's why reels are super popular right mm. now. That's why if you post like a regular photo right now, it doesn't do as well as if right. you post a video because that's just the content that Instagram is trying to push. Yeah, their algorithms yeah. or whatever. They know that when you go onto TikTok, you are going to smile or laugh. And so it's going to yeah, keep yeah. you on their app because uh-huh. it's very entertaining. Yeah. However, it is very, they're, they're really different platforms. I feel, this is just my personal opinion, but I feel like TikTok is a younger demographic. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not as personable as Instagram, I feel like. Like Instagram is a very, I say it's a very nosy app. Like people want to know what you're doing on a daily basis. Mm. And so if you're not showing them what you're doing on a daily basis, the chances are they're probably not going to want to follow you and uh-huh. stay tuned into what you're doing right. every day. Yeah. yeah I, I almost look at it like Facebook's for the older people. Yes. Instagram's <laughs> like our age. <laughs> and then TikTok's like the younger kids. Right. Um, yeah, that's because how it is. the other day, um, I want to say it was Barstool U or something like that. Like they had something and like um, they're at something about bars at night or day drinking at night and they were at the hot dog stand and like all these people were blowing me up and like, oh, you guys. And I was telling you, I was like, this thing's viral. Did it crazy? It's like a million something views on TikTok. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know like how to get on it. I don't know anyone that's even on TikTok. I was like, I was like someone, I was like, Alexia, call one of your little girlfriends. Someone send it to me me because I don't, I can't, I don't have access. I don't even know how to like look it up. You know, I was like, I just felt so old. I was like, oh man. I'm on TikTok, but I haven't really tapped into that market. I also don't spend enough time on it. Like I'm not posting consistently on it. With all of these social media apps, if you're not consistent, you won't won't grow, you won't do well. So Instagram alone is a full-time job for me that's why i had to recently quit my full-time job so i could kind of pursue this online because it is taking up so much of my time and now it's actually starting to 
generate enough income to where I can quit my job. So, yeah. 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 So how, tell us like your Instagram story and I'm not talking about an Instagram story. Right. Yeah. So, um, it started off kind of as a flying page. I was documenting and sharing, um, my personal experience with getting my private pilot's license. Um, and my goal was to really, and also sharing my Alaskan experiences, like fishing, going hunting and doing things like that. Um, but my goal was really to not only like share my journey and inspire others, but I really wanted to inspire girls to want to want to pursue mm -hmm. aviation and to make it not seem as scary or, you know what I mean? Like as unapproachable or mm. I wanted to kind of break down those barriers and kind of help women feel more confident and maybe try to pursue pursue something that like the boys typically do. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of how it started out. And um, reels came out. Yeah. It was August a year and a half ago now and so i kind of jumped oh, it's on that, that recent yeah yeah okay. yeah it just had its last it's one year birthday last august oh. so this will be two years this year i'm yeah. still trying to figure out how to do this yeah so i jumped on that reels bandwagon and i started creating um just short form video content so like how flying. many followers would you have had before reel so i had probably maybe like four thousand or five thousand uh -huh. yeah and that was in august yeah okay and then um I started posting reels. I wasn't super consistent. You know, it was winter time. Uh -huh. There's really not, it's hard to get content in the winter yeah. and make it cool. And so once that next summer hit, I was flying more and posting more and my page really started to take off. Um, I went from, I hit 10,000 followers in August and I went to like 30,000 in three months. Yeah. And so it was this dramatic like increase in followers. And I started, um, kind of switching gears i started changing more from like an aviation page to more of just like an alaska page in general uh -huh. um i've taken like instagram courses and reels courses and things like that and there's um you know i started looking up like searchable keywords and i oh, yeah. found that alaska is a it's much more searched than aviation is uh -huh. and so i kind of decided do i want to be an aviation page or do i want to be an alaska page like i need mm. to like kind of niche down yeah. um, because if i'm all over the place it's just going to be hard you're gonna have people that want to follow you for flying but don't really care about the alaska content and so then they're gonna unfollow you yep. so i had to niche down and i just decided i said alaska is more it's broader i can talk about more and i can still talk about my flying it just mm -hmm. won't be the main focus yeah. so i started making i guess funny videos like making fun of alaska life and hard winters yeah, and yeah. fishing humor and hunting humor and things like that and that's kind of when it took off um, and, and within that, you know, I started, um, just kind of sharing more like hiking and places to go and things to do. And I started sharing, um, more, uh, you know, when I was at a restaurant, I had good food. I would like post about it and I'd be like, check out this restaurant. It's locally owned and operated. Yeah. The family here is super cool. They've been in Soldatna since blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Started to see that, you know, those businesses were really appreciative of that yeah. and they would reshare my post. And uh -huh. so now all of their followers are now seeing my post. And so it was just kind of start. I got yeah, a lot of like reshares. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you know, I'm supporting you and in turn you support me. And then we both kind of benefit. From yeah. It. Yeah. And so then I started to, I started getting a lot of the same questions about Alaska. Like, oh, I see you live in Soldotna. Like, where's the best places to eat? What are the best things to do? Hey, what's the best fishing charter in Homer? You know, like tons of the same questions. And so I was spending a lot of time answering people and answering DMs. And I, I 
was talking with friends and things like that. And I started to see like a need for some type of travel planning assistance. Uh-huh. Like I don't, I, I don't want to be this like stuffy travel planner. You know what I mean? Like I want to be like that fun point of contact that you have in Alaska. That's yeah. like here to show you a good time. Yep. And so, um, from that, I started saying, you know what, I need to start getting paid for my time. Cause it is taking me quite yeah. a while to write some of these um, people back. They were writing me like huge paragraphs and you don't want to be rude no, and like not yeah, answer like, exactly. them back. i totally want to be helpful but you know there were days where i just wouldn't answer dms because i'm like i know that's going to take me like an hour just to respond to all those people and so oh. um i was like why don't i start doing like phone consultations where uh-huh. people can just kind of pick my brain for you know and i started at an hour and i recently recently went down to 45 minutes um and so i started advertising it and it just kind of like took off and um, with some of the people that I was talking to, you know, they, after the phone call, they were just like, can you just like plan our trip? And I was like, yeah, I could do that, you know? And so um, from that came another package. So it's like, you can either do a phone consult with me where you kind of want to plan your own trip, but you just want ideas and like my local knowledge and advice, or I can work with you like one-on-one and I can actually help you plan your entire trip. And so with that, it's a little more expensive, obviously, because it's a lot more time on my end. Uh-huh. But then, you know, now we're like texting back and forth daily. We're talking about ideas. I'm making sure that you booked all your stuff and making sure that you're, you know, getting in with the right tours and the right uh-huh. contacts and things like yeah. that. So that's kind of how that started. I think what's really cool about it, and I got your site up there on the TV, um, like the amount of money that people spend to have their trip of a lifetime in Alaska and not to dog um, some of these big companies, um, whether it be, you know, Princess Tours or right. any of these big things that have these very set itineraries for people mm-hmm. where they cannot go out of bounds. Exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And to, and to a lot of people, including myself, and I know Jack and, and Brandon as well, like if I'm going to go visit a place, I am 100% not trying to do any of those like right. within the boundaries things yeah, like i'm yeah. trying to go to like where the locals go yeah, yeah. i'm trying exactly. to get like Absolutely. to the beach where like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna see the average tourist person yeah. um or whatever it be so i think offering those type of like off the beaten path mm-hmm. still kind of like we had talked about it. we don't want to give away all our alaskan secrets yeah. you know what i mean yes. but yeah yeah it's like i'm 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 kind of helping you sort out all the information that you can find on google because it's a lot you know you yeah. look up alaskan things yeah. to do and like i said the paid ads come up first and the people that are paying to show up on google are coming up first and so you're mm-hmm. not seeing some of these smaller tour companies you know that could probably give you i don't want to say a better experience but maybe a more intimate more personal mm, experience yeah. yeah um and so i'm kind of being that person for you that's like sifting through all that nonsense and telling you hey this is the good stuff to do yeah yeah so and it's it's my personal opinion you know you might not think that a restaurant i think is bomb is bomb but like i said the people that are following me are pretty similar to me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like they're they're thrill seekers they like good food they like clean airbnbs and good customer service that's kind of what i look for when i when i share these things with people yeah and it could be as simple as like you know i'm downtown with tours all the time so i'm getting asked things like they're going to Seward for the glacier tour and there's like three different companies right. and they're like, yeah. what's the difference right. between these? And I can be like, well, the reason this one's more expensive is because their boat's a little bit nicer, but you're going right. to the same exact spot. Exactly. Yeah. And for me personally, I would rather go on this one because there's, 
you know, for 60 people versus 240 right. people. And yeah. you're going to get a more intimate yeah. spot, a more intimate trip. And you're not going to, you're going to be on the rail. Whereas like there's 140 people, you're right. going to be in the back. Yep. You're going to be like looking over someone's shoulder to like, look at the same thing, you know, and you'll see the other boat go by and it's beautiful boat. Yeah. Um, but you're at the same exact spot, yeah. right? you know, for a lot less. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it depends, like, do you want to be bougie and, or do you want to be at the same right. spot? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And Save a little bit of money so you can go to that other restaurant. Yep. yep. You know? And I have, you know, travelers that want to be a little more bougie, but then they want to go a little more remote. And so I can yeah. I can definitely help anyone. So whatever style of Alaska you want to see, I can help you with that. What's uh, the craziest trip you plan for someone? Um, Most extravagant or remote or I'd say like the biggest one was I planned a trip for a family of five and they are driving to Alaska. They converted a, a sprinter van, I think nice. into like living area. Yeah. Um, and so they've got their three kids with them. And so, you know, it was, um, they want to go all over. And so it was a really long trip that I had to plan out. We had to think about logistics and if, you know, they want to put their car back on the ferry and leave out of Haynes and all these things. Uh -huh. And so, um, that one was fun. And then two, just, you know, figuring out fun stuff for the kids to do so that they're yeah. not bored and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, and so that would probably be like my biggest funnest one, I guess. Um, I've got a group of girls coming from Hawaii. Oh, They're a fun little group, I but bet. they just wanted to know where all the bars and the dispensaries were. <laughs> <laughs> Not the waves, huh? Send them to Kodiak. <laughs> they got enough waves <laughs> over <laughs> there. Stop by double so, They're there. trying to see where the boys are like, at. <laughs> writing out their itinerary, I'm like, this is a first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Super oh, that's sweet great. Girl. You I sent mean, them to the treehouse, so of course, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The treehouse? The treehouse, a.k.a. Oh, located at 341 Barnaface. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah, that's yeah. Funny. So, I mean, yeah. nothing nothing bad against, like, those super rigid um, tours because right. some people, that's for some people, you know, whether... Some people want what, that. Some people want yep. that, and maybe it's a... Um, Maybe you don't have the ability to hike. Maybe you have a handicap right. or you have yep. something where like you want it to be super rigid and some people like to know exactly what time they're going to be. And those tours are a little more guided and a little more, um, you know, they're teaching you a little bit more about the history and things like that. And so it's like some people want more of that, but then some people just want to explore on their own and yeah. kind of learn that stuff on their own. Yep. Yeah. Um, like when I went to Skagway, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have a guide or anything, but I'm sitting there like exploring the area on my own. And I see this like thing sticking out in the water and I'm like, what the heck is that? And then I'm walking around town and finally I find a sign. It's like a fish ladder to help the salmon get up the stream from oh, the ocean. Okay. But, you know, it was cool. It was like I found out the answer on my own, you yes. know, and it, it just made it, I don't know, felt better. <laughs> yeah. And, and people that come up and, and, uh, like I see a ton of people that are on those super rigid ones cause they come on the bus from the, um, the, to, uh, cruise boat and they have right. two hours in Anchorage yep. and they're like what can we do and then they're always planning on coming back but when mm -hmm. they're kind of come back their plan is to do the opposite of that mm -hmm. they're going to rent a motorhome or rent a van yep. or overlander or yeah. something yep. like that so that they can spend more time and that i think that's what's so cool if you go that route yeah. mm -hmm. if you find a place that you really like you can be there for more than two hours totally, totally. Yeah. and you could just stay there the whole yeah. time if you yeah. want to yep. versus like 
next stop so like yeah you know pinpointed I get, I, I get why people do the cruise thing you know so you can see more cities at once especially like in southeast alaska where it's a lot harder to get to those cities but but yeah i i want to spend more time in those cities and get a chance to really like meet the locals and kind of like you said experience more of the the local vibes and not so much of the tourism aspect of it yeah it's really hard to get into the head of like some of the tourists be and i i, I think daniel can really associate with me on this but as an alaskan like i don't want to see towns right you know i want to get out and experience what alaska is about and yeah. it's about being outside yeah. and what kills me about the cruise is that you're just cruising up coastline mm -hmm. and coastline is just one tiny aspect in mm -hmm. yeah. the coastline they're traveling is all similar it's all rainforest yep. and it's gorgeous but yep. it's all kind of similar it and so the same, yeah you know, it's not even like different types of coastline like we have on Western Alaska or like, mm -hmm. you know, there's no cru cruises on the Western Alaska, of course, or the North Slope, you know, totally different. And you probably wouldn't want to cruise there anyway. <laughs> but that's just the coastline. <laughs> like what, what about right. all these unique features we have inside in yep. the interior, you know, mid coast, like just Anchorage is so much different than than Whittier, you know, which totally. is. Um, so it, it really bums me out a little bit. But also it's like it's really hard for me to associate with people that just want to go on a cruise and stop at cities yeah yeah and a, a, I, a lot of people that i've planned second trips to alaska for they they tell me yeah we did a cruise the first time but we really want to see it on yeah, our own yeah, this yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah yep and so i always recommend you know first time to alaska start in anchorage go north and south if you have the time if not if you only have seven days i recommend going south i just think there's more to see and do within the time frame that you have yeah. um and then i you know now that i've been to southeast alaska i would definitely recommend that on like a second trip to alaska yeah it's southeast beautiful. is gorgeous yeah, and a rich history yeah yep. yeah another thing i tell them too is like i've lived here my whole life and i still haven't seen all the things no, i want to see I, totally. I have an alaska bucket list like there are yeah. cities i am checking off that i want to see and explore and I've lived here for 30 years and it's crazy. Like I just started doing this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, I've explored, like I said, around the peninsula and North and things like that, but seeing more of the West side and the East side, that's definitely like my goal. What'd you, what would you say is like a nightmare situation in terms of, in terms of someone coming up, you plan something and it just like tsh, crashed and burned or maybe it hasn't happened, but in the back of your mind, you're like, man, I hope that this yeah. goes legit or it goes right. Or they have like a bad experience. I would, yeah. the only thing I ever worry about is fishing because people have different expectations. Okay. You know what I mean? You have yeah. some clients that, that get it. We're fishing here. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. It's not, not, not guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, so, and I don't feel like I've really worked with anyone just yet that I think would have that negative reaction if they didn't catch fish. But that's kind of a fear that I had yeah. is recommending a tour or something and them not having a good time or them maybe seeing it on my page and kind of comparing it to their experience. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like yeah. I'm, I'm fun. I like to laugh. I like to smile. I like to show that. And yeah. so if you don't have as good of a time, or I don't uh, know, yeah. maybe it just didn't look as cool as I made it look. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I could see you like, you know, you're out on a sunny day, nailing reds or on the Kenai and then, you know, they miss it by a couple of days. So it's not as hot. Yep. And then like, you know, you got to know how to fish to catch a lot of fish. Right. And so you don't have that. And then it's a rainy ass day. Yeah. Like, 
people going, get cold and wet going to skagway it was in, in juno it was 80 degrees like the whole time we Damn. were there and so everyone i met with they're like this is kind of false advertisement it's never this nice yeah yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> so like all my footage it just looks beautiful yeah <laughs> Well, I feel bad for the people that, you know, save up their whole life to go see Denali yes. and they can't see it. Yeah. It's cloudy. I'm pretty mm. torn over that. Like oh. I have I have personal opinions on that. I am so against my clients going and doing like the bus route experience. I just don't think you should see Denali from the ground. I think you should take a flight over Denali mm. okay. and experience it that yeah, way. Yeah, and you actually yeah. get to land on it and I don't know. Then and you then, get to see it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Whereas like you, you spend that time and money going all the way out there with the chances of you not even seeing it. Right. And, and in the grand scheme of things, like it's a mountain, we have mountains everywhere. We have beautiful yeah. mountains everywhere, but you do have those people where like, you know, the national parks are like a huge bucket list item for yes. them. Yes. Yep. And so get that little stamp. it's really popular. It yeah, is crazy. I'm, I'm learning that like I have two ants that have nailed them. Really? They're all like in competition for these two new ones. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I have some clients that want to see like all our national parks and they're like, I got a week. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's going to be a tight yeah. <laughs> rent a beaver <laughs> for a week. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're going to literally go boop, land in each one and leave. <laughs> Yeah. So a lot of, so my, a lot of my initial phone call with these people is really to just like educating them on, you know, logistics and traveling around Alaska. A lot of people are like, I don't even know where to fly to. And I want to go here, 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 and here. And I have seven days. And it's like, I have to explain all that to them. You Maybe know, lower like, their expectations. Yeah, a little bit, like you know, and I have to kind of say like, we kind of have to maybe pick one or the other. Like you can't do all of these places yeah, you don't realize that this days. is like yeah. 400 miles away right. from the other place yeah and so what i'll do then is i'll kind of briefly explain each city and what there is to do in each one and then they kind of decide from there okay yeah maybe let's just go to like these two places do you ever have of. to like relate like regionally like hey oh you're from new york that would be like driving from new york to florida <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes yeah yeah basically yeah like do you want to be in and, the then they, and then they're day. just like oh like yeah we didn't even yeah, think about that blowing. you know yeah so it's or you be have fun. some people that just think we fly everywhere and they're oh. like do you, can we even rent a car and i'm like yes like yeah no this <laughs> dog know? dog musher yeah, yeah. better run it now for yeah. three years from now yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah seriously <laughs> yeah seriously. are you now recommending toro i am yeah yep, yep. that's become pretty popular and i've <laughs> Go ahead. How about Toro, like for RVs and for like the pull behind trailers? I haven't done that, no, because I would recommend the guys downstairs. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I worked with Alaska Over Overlander this weekend and took, okay. out, took out one of their um, Toyota 4Runners nice. with like the eye camper on top. It was yeah. super fun, really sick. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be recommending stuff like that because I have had a couple people, um, some younger clients that want to do, you know, the camping experience yeah. and really camp around Alaska and yeah, see yeah. it that way. Yeah. Um, so that's a great alternative because the the couple groups that I have had come, they've had to rent all the gear. They've had to buy some stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I literally showed up with like my clothes and my toiletries. Like they provided everything in Alaska over overlander. So that was super helpful. Um, and then they have the pool trailers as well right. that they offer, which yeah. I haven't done that yet, but that uh -huh. sounds like a, to me, like a better alternative for locals uh -huh. because they already have a vehicle. Yeah, so they yeah. could just easily 
pool you know, like camper trailer yeah yep or it's, like a pop-up it's their whole setup but they built it on a trailer yeah like a atv trailer i don't I haven't uh, are we talking like, like the, our pond no or it's, talking it's like, like the jumping jacks thing. okay it's okay. it's like a tent that pops up kind of oh, thing okay, and they've got okay. a f- built-in fridge and water and drawers oh, underneath it and everything mm, and then yeah yeah and it's um uh, they have like a two-day minimum with that so i think that would just be easier yeah. for locals whereas with the vehicles it's a seven-day minimum yeah. i was asking because a kid a dad at the kid's school has a toyota tundra like i have an old one you know and then an rpod and i was like well how often you use it and he's like you know i use it three or four times a year i was like oh yeah it's pretty good whatever that's about what i use it but i'm like man i wish i used it more and he's like well i just i think it's true but it might be like a camp one okay. and he rents the truck and and the R pod. That's cool. And so, like, people take it for like a week. Yeah. Oh, and wow. so he just has his days blocked out, and the rest of the summer it's, it's like gone. It's nice if you're not committed to using it all the time. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's totally worth it. Yeah, I like see it sitting out there. I'm like, it's worth it. But I wish people could use it. Like, I'm always yeah. offering to friends and family. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I had such a good experience. I was like, this would be cool to own. I just don't know how often i would use yeah it. yeah That's totally the only so. issue if i could justify spending that much because yeah. i have other expensive hobbies <laughs> yeah the rental thing or our co-op we should have a, a yeah. overlander in our co-op oh that yeah. would be cool yeah we've been under this That's big uh conversation to start alaska wild project co-op with just like our family friends yeah that's such a great because idea because so we all got rafts and four-wheelers and trailers and our pods yeah. and boats jet boats and, and yeah. all this stuff that like we'll go on his thing or he'll come with on our thing but it's like well, if we all had it all together then we could use it and yeah. it would just be utilized mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. instead of sitting there for months totally. totally yeah yep and then people would have free up cash for other cool things that's a great idea so then they, you're, you'd, you're like resources would just get expansive yeah a lot of people do that like with airplanes where they all mm. go in and buy one together right right yeah, yeah. yeah yeah the airplane's like a little scary because it's like who's doing the maintenance yeah, <laughs> just like if someone does crash yeah i think he puts some uh, methanol in the po- you know you're just like yeah. uh, i want to come back to the flying deal so did you end up getting your license and all that yeah yep so i got my license two years ago now um, private pilot's license and I f- try to fly like once a week. I rent a Cessna 172 for my flight school. Okay. And just kind of cruise around Soldatna and explore things. I call myself an airport pilot. I don't really fly like too remote. I'm not trying to land like on riverbanks or anything like that yeah. just yet. Um, so I like to fly to like, um, you know, Soldatna to Homer, Soldatna to Kenai, Soldatna to Seward, things yeah. like that. Um, but I do want to start flying a little more north and explore like Talkeetna and uh, Squitna and places like that. And yeah. maybe land in Wasilla. It's just the air is so much busier over there. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, I yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And then flying into Anchorage and stuff is a little intimidating. Yeah, I bet. Because there's international and there's yeah. all like Lake Hood and There's just a lot of Merrill. traffic and you got to get clearances and things like that. And yeah. So, at Anchorage at least. But Is it a goal to one day have your own plane or a co-op with someone yeah i would like to eventually own my own airplane but it's totally just a hobby for me i don't ever see it um as like a career or anything like that okay yeah it's just something fun for me something that i i like to challenge myself i guess and so that to me is like the ultimate challenge is being able to do that on my own and and uh like i said just kind of do these things without a man's help yeah (laughs) That's cool. That's actually on my one of my. I have a bucket list of things I want to do, 
in my life. And one of them is like get my pilot's you license. You should. You totally should. Not for any like business reason yeah, or like fun. just to have it. Um, just to just to have it. Yeah, just to know yeah. that I if I can do it. You can really you know? see so much more of Alaska. You know what I mean with an airplane and just see it from a totally different perspective. And you guys love to hunt and fish and do all that sort of stuff. Like that's like the ultimate. You know, yeah. having having a plane and being able to get more remote and go to those places on your own. I, I look at it like. It's cool to have one, but it's really cool to have a friend that has one. Yeah. Right. You know, like I got a friend with a boat, I got a friend with a plane. That's really cool. I can go and just and help out. Like you get into the dad mode. It's like, I would love if, if, if I didn't have kids, I would have a super cup today. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like now you have to be upgrade to this family friendly plane. Mm -hmm. And then are you on wheels or you're on floats? Yeah. And then w what do you have to do when you get there? Are yeah. we camping in a tent every time? Or now I got to like go to land auction buy and get land and build a cabin or, mm -hmm. you know, so you get into this, like, what am I going to do? And it, it's with everything else too. It's like, you get that with yeah. the boat or the RV but it, it makes it really difficult to get there's, in the game when you have kids. There's a lot more logistics involved with flying too, like yeah. weight and things like that. Oh, yeah, totally. yeah. And then with kids and safety and yeah. And you got to fly a lot. Yeah. So it's like, are you right. going to, you know, you're coaching coach pitch or you're going to see your kids and you know how many days a week you're flying right. when you have kids. Yep. And so it's like, do I feel comfortable flying once every three weeks and then bring my kids in the airplane. That's why I'm trying to fly. Just kind of still fly consistently. Is like like I want to feel safe. Yeah. I don't want to jump in and be like, "Whoo, I haven't done this in a while." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember what this button does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, it's it is like riding a bike, but there's just so much safety involved and things to yeah. consider and think about and weather factors and just a lot you so know? do you rent when you fly or? yeah I, I was telling dan i rent a, a plane from my flight school a cessna 172 okay so it's nice you know they handle all the maintenance and everything yeah. it's literally fueled up i just yeah. hop in and go oh, that's yeah. nice. in the winter time it's parked in a hangar it's nice. super nice yeah. so well, it's just legit. it's fine right now until i can you know have a spot for my own and yeah buy one one day what but it is get? that is my goal um i actually like like a two-seater like side-by-side -side airplane mm -hmm. like a like a cessna or something yeah, I, yeah obviously the ultimate is a super cub but yeah. um i like being able to kind of look at the person i'm flying with and kind of talk to them and have a conversation yeah totally you know and so um i would probably buy something like a cessna 172 or maybe something yeah. smaller yeah that's a good plan uh, I, I learned in a Taylor craft, oh, yeah. which is a really cheap airplane. Yeah. Like if I wanted to buy one, you can get one of those for like 40 grand. Yeah. So my goal is to convince one of my kids to get, get into it. it. Oh, <laughs> be a doctor. Yeah. Like, and then buy a beaver. Be a dentist <laughs> and then buy yourself a plane and then yeah. you can fly me everywhere. Yeah. The beaver. Yeah. <laughs> then we can go float lots of rivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you a beaver so we all can go. <laughs> Your friends and mine. Yeah. <laughs> and since you're the dentist, you can pay for guests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, let's be right back. Okay. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because, honestly, there's always something good on deck. And, guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store.
Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. We were just talking about the Haynes <laughs> Brewfest and how it is epic. It, it, I, it is the biggest Brewfest in Alaska. Okay, okay. Um, and part of the reason is that it's at, so it's at the um, fairgrounds, the Southeast fairgrounds. So it'd be like their Palmer mm-hmm. um, in, in Haynes. And then not only does all of Southeast go, but a lot of people from Alaska go a shit ton of Canadians go. Oh, really? So it's just like this awesome fest. And if you watch the videos on YouTube, they're real. Like this, like where they set up like the slip and slides on the hill. And oh, fun. People can camp in a lot of cool spots. Like the city's real friendly to it. But um, it's supposed to be pretty damn rad. Yeah, yeah. I missed it by like a week. Is so. brewing big in Canada? I feel like Alaska's huge. Oh, yeah. And yeah, brewing? Yeah. And like the Northwest? Right. The Northwest for sure. Um, I'm Is not it maybe sure. the biggest... Would you well, say like I think that um, area? I think that the really friendly brewing law rules in the Pacific Northwest, excluding Alaska, really like allowed it to become that. Okay. So um, California, Oregon, Washington have the most friendly brewing laws. Like basically, they're bars. So when they open up, you know, um, they're they don't have regulations that cut their ability to raise capital to grow their businesses so but what that did is made it so a lot of them could start and a lot of them get real good and then a lot of them have the capital to distribute and so it's like grown that in alaska kind of like has these wanderers that are like just in the lot you know we experiment we do things ourselves so they're like we're brewing our own beer and we had a really good brewing club here and so shout out to the arctic brewing supply like them and the original like home brewers group that they manage or they started um you know they those guys like brought brewing to alaska and anyway got us part of that scene 
I'm curious on the Canada thing because, like, literally the only beer I know from Canada is Labatt's Blue mm. because we play the Labatt's Moosehead. Hockey Tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah, Moosehead and yeah. Molson. But, listen, we have a lot of listeners actually in Canada. Like, yeah. please hit me up. I need to know yeah. what is, like, the IPA. I'm yeah. a big IPA guy. What is the Canadian IPA? Yeah, or cider. I want or to cider. know both. Yeah. What's the best ones? Not like the biggest distributor, but give us yeah. like the top. Send it to one 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 East Dowling Road. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Put it in one of those coolers that you got there. Yeah, and we'll give you the full shot. Well, and if we drive it up here, we'll we'll bring you on the podcast and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll meet you. We'll meet you in Toke. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll meet you at the do- door downstairs. <laughs> we'll meet you at the door. Yeah, downstairs. we'll trade you some double shovel, some caribou calls for it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm actually very curious about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I never heard. I don't know any, any Canadian microbrews. No. Yeah, they're yeah. probably not allowed. There's a lot of shit they can't do these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do anyway, uh, uh, trivia. Trivia yeah, is back. Trivia time. Okay. Trivia is okay. trivia is back. Yeah. So you've heard so about girl in Alaska. Let's see what you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had brought up uh, like some trivia music, but it just uh, got deleted on my phone somehow. <laughs> All right, so let's go to the first one here. All right. What was the first Alaskan flight, airplane flight in Alaska history? Mm. Whoa. Like, are you asking for the date? Are you asking, like, yeah, what date it was? Or like or what's the point A to point B? The story, the destination. Point, point A to point B, when it was, any information you mm. have anything you know about it i'm gonna have to say world war Two. um some sort of mail or vaccination um when maybe the sled dogs couldn't make it um as far as a year goes i don't know i don't i don't know about like a year i can tell you a year um but i'm thinking that it has to do with that okay all right no. okay yeah so where uh, be better and you okay. answered all these so like where what were they up to what they do and the date was it no well you need to answer and uh, guess i don't know the date we just i'm gonna say guess ni- i'm gonna say 1948 as a year good luck danica mm. <laughs> I'm going to say 1930. I'm just going to say a little. No. Don't go over. This is like Price is right. You go over. I'm just throwing it up. Okay. 1930? We're at. No. And what were they doing? Delivering mail. All right. So this blew my mind, by the way. So (laughs) the first flight in Alaska was by James and Lily Martin. They're both aviators. They shipped their Martin tractor airplane (laughs) from Seattle to Fairbanks. And on July 3rd, 1913, wow. they introduced Alaska to this spectacle of powered flight, and they flew around Fairbanks at 200 feet and 45 miles an hour. Wow. <laughs> oh, they just, like, flew right around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It blew wow. my mind. I thought it was going to be something like that. Like, yeah. they, like, brought some planes did to do something awesome, but, sh- yeah. yeah, they bought some planes <laughs> to do something yeah. awesome, too. It's just different. The you know? first air show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, what's this thing? I thought that was pretty rad. <laughs> All right. So uh, if, you, if you wanted to stay in the nicest house in Alaska, so nicest is most expensive, okay. we'll just say. Okay. 
where is it and how much is it worth and bonus points what's the name house or like lodge or what anything house is it the house. Second, second star mansion in homer it is Ooh, yeah. what nice yeah what no. is it the second star <laughs> the second, mansion yep in homer hold on i gotta yeah. look this shit up yeah nine million bucks for what's nice oh you've been in it yeah i've been to a wedding there oh second really they rent it out yes yeah, so it's like a wedding venue slash they will rent it out it's the one with the peter well. pan thing yep it's got a peter pan theme upstairs yeah, yeah. okay right movie there. theater swimming pool is that it it's sick yep yeah holy oh shit. there's a swimming pool in there too yep, there's I, a full like swimming pool um really cool movie theater yeah um each bedroom's just decorated super nice really unique and then just windows everywhere um but i it's like i think it's like five or ten grand a night oh for, really? for a wedding yeah yeah it's not wow. that bad it's not terrible but logistics wise you have to bring everything in tables chairs oh there's nothing e- yeah because it only sleeps like i want to say 30 people or so but it's wow. still a great yeah, spot. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. right on the bluff. You can literally walk right down to the beach. It's beautiful for pictures. I'm thinking Homer tournament. Yeah, yeah. Like this so. is where Johnson got married. What? Yeah, our goalie. You're like At this place. Mm-hmm. You guys could all rent it out with like all your families. It'd be super fun. Yeah, the Peter Pan Mansion is what we call. <laughs> <it. laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Because <laughs> they have this like it's a Peter Pan theme room. Yeah, right? there's like a like the pirate, okay is this it right here you can oh see there it, it is pictures of it, yeah. oh whoa there's the crocodile yeah and then there's like a swing and there's this little guy there's like here. a little peter pan mural too in there oh is this the whole layout yeah, oh I think yeah they look, have at a, that. Sick. look at that picture tour that you I can love do that online picture. oh it's like a like a top view of the whole place wow now they made this but oh they got a whole like what is this like a whole whale room that's the theater oh that's the theater you can see the screen okay right there yeah. and what are these like, some sort of whale bone um might be like beams or something i think it's beams no it's whale it's whale. <laughs> 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 yeah. and then the pool's like right below the theater and they just have a straight up tp right here whoops i didn't mean to click on that it's the swimming pool yeah okay. so there's a tp room is that what that is right there? That's awesome. I think that's in the Peter Pan room. But you can sleep in it? Yeah. Oh, right. And like the pirate ship, it's got like a slide on it and the kids can go up in like the crow's nest and uh-huh. stuff. It's really yeah, cute. That's it's, awesome. It's perfect for kids. Johnson got married in this place? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think Tangy like slept that. on the ship. Who's balling? Uh, Johnson. I guess. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know Johnson, my bad. Now we know he's getting I mean, hockey beers you seen him play goalie? Yeah, now we know he's <laughs> buying beers. Yeah, he's not just a fun goalie. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. Good. All right. Good question. Yeah, yeah. I All right. Good now. Nice. You nailed that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dang, so now on the tourist-related things, you ask second. You answer second, <laughs> which usually I say, yeah, but yeah. I forgot to this time. Okay. And actually, I wasn't sure if anyone was going to get that one, so that good job. All right, so. In order from one to three. Can I tell you what my guess was going to be? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what? No, I didn't even have one. I was going to say the Sheldon Chalet. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be worth But that's not a house. Be, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a chalet, bro. Okay. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that, yeah. but that's yeah. like the best thing I we could We were talking yeah, houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. It's a house. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. The, sh- the Sheldon Chalet for sure is worth more than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wonder how much that's worth. We should look it up. That's you know, a lot they, too, though. They actually recently, not recently, but they tried to make it 
like more affordable i think for people it used to be a lot more mm. like i don't even know 15 grand a night or something it yeah. was super expensive well you the homies the, are um, like the chefs there yeah adam todd? markham's gone in and, yeah, and david thorn do you know todd ritter uh i think he's I, gone up there a couple times yeah alaska so, roots catering oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Have you heard of the Tordrillo Lodge? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be another good one. Yeah. The Tordrillo. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like the way that sounds. Backcountry skiing, go get some uh, corn in kings. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so uh, for tourist attractions, attractions in Alaska, what are the top three in what order? Um, I'm going to say Denali, number one. Number two, I'm going to say Katmai. And number three, I'm going to say the Kenai Refuge. I'm going to say Denali, the Northern Lights, and dog sledding. Oh, yeah. Daniel, you almost <laughs> nailed it. So you both got Denali, number one. Number three is Kenai Fjords. Okay, so that was okay. excellent. Number two is Tracy Arm Fjord. I went there. Tracy yes. Arm Fjord? Yeah, in the southeast. It's beautiful. I didn't even heard of that. I'll show you pictures after. It's gorgeous. Whoa. Huge glacier, yeah. yeah. Where is it at? In Juneau? Out of Juneau, yeah. Yeah, yep. southeast. You go down the yep. canal. And God, I've been to Juneau so many times, but never left the town. Really? Yeah. Like, I never went doing stuff. It's so always, that, like, a late night. That one was a long <laughs> one. It was an eight-hour boat tour. Yeah. Like, it took two or three hours just to get to the glacier. Mm -hmm. And I fell asleep like I took a nap. <laughs> it was so hot. It was like 80 degrees. The boat had no AC. The wind was just, or the sun was just beaming in on us in the windows. But once we got to the glacier, it was beautiful. Could you go outside? Yep. Yeah, yeah. they have a huge open deck upstairs that you can take pictures on and stuff. So nice. it was worth it overall. Yeah. It just kind of sucked that it ate up like an entire day. day. Yeah. yeah. Versus like yeah. sewer where right. you're like, you know, two hours. three hours. Exactly. Two, three. Yeah. And you're seeing wildlife right yeah. away. Are on the Seward one, are they still offering the crab dinner on the one? Um, I, what company is that through? Ooh, good question. But one of them, there was only one. But like when I was a kid, oh, there really? was one that had a crab. So my mom would be like, "Hey, everyone's coming up to Alaska again," and there, we just have a yeah. mil, mil, oh. like literally a million family members. So I've been on those tours like way too many times. <laughs> and then the, Jack, do you want to come with your cousins? And it was like, "Is this one with the crab?" <laughs> yes or no and then i'm in you know i haven't heard of that one yeah. so i don't know Maybe i will I'm say i doubt it. it and the reason i say that is because my son wanted to go watch the new jurassic park mm -hmm. okay and i told my wife i said get the big popcorn because you can refill it yeah mm -hmm. no you can't refill it anymore ever since covid oh. there's no refills and they lowered Ooh. their prices. Uh, wow. I was like, well, the prices aren't lower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. $20. So yeah. I'm thinking there's no like crab anymore. Yeah. They just yeah. lowered the yeah. prices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard of that, but that would be fun. Yeah. I just know like major marine tour tours, Kenai Fjords tours, like some of the bigger guys, but that's just like a day cruise and yeah, they, don't, yeah. they provide like snacks and water. Right. This was a day cruise. It was. And you went out for like whatever, an hour and a half. Was it a smaller boat? No, it was one of the big ones. Oh. And then they made the crab there on the back. That's awesome. Wow. And then you ate the crab and then they came back in. That's cool. Yep. So. Yeah, that sounds like some 1990s stuff. Yep. 
Yeah, and so cool. it's probably been <laughs> I don't think they're pretty close till then anymore. since I've been out there. <laughs> yeah. The only other one I it's went market on was price like now. one out of Whittier. They're going like a little further. And I was like, I was looking like it was the edge of a mountain goat area. And I was in college and I was like, oh, let me see the map again. And <laughs> like barely got into this mountain goat area. I was like, yeah, I'll go. And I brought binoculars. I was looking up. And, but yeah, didn't see any mountain goats right now. So <laughs> anyway. Um, I got a silly question, I guess. Um, when you do the reels, yeah, how many takes does it take? It it really depends. Sometimes I can, I mean, rarely do I nail it in one take because I do a lot of voiceovers, and so it's kind of hard to. Okay. But you know, I it honestly it can be anywhere from like ten to forty tries. It just depends. And ten it, to forty. It depends okay. on how long the voiceover is. Yeah. Like I, I. How do you look up voiceovers? Videos. So when you search, is there like you find like trending audio? Okay, and I can show you. Um, there's like a little arrow next to the audio, and that means it's trending. Okay, and so you want to use stuff like that, any type of audio clip that's trending. Yeah, and you can also, you know, you can tell when something's a trend too because you'll see it from multiple pages, like mm -hmm. the same voiceover. Yes, but we're all making it about our niche. You know what I mean? Like I'm making it about Alaska. You might be making it about makeup or whatever your okay. niche is yeah so it's like the same words are being said but we're all trying to make it different like make yeah. it our own like the one that comes to mind is like i'm really into this but not like in the scientific way yeah <laughs> or whatever, yeah. whatever <laughs> that one is and yeah. i try to look it up i was like i don't even know how to search this right like how do you even find this you, so instagram is becoming more of um similar to google where they're using a lot more like seo and searchable keywords and okay. things like that mm -hmm. and so you they are working on making things more searchable so you can actually type in the words to audio but when you click on it it'll give you options at the top it'll say do you want to search audio reels posts accounts oh, okay. so you search by audio and then look it. for that for that terminology yeah. or it. you can search like you could say like what was it again the the thing you said the, the, the one the i'm really into this now but not like in the scientific way right so you could look up like hashtag scientific way okay. and i bet you it would pop up yeah. okay you would, yeah. see, okay. you would see someone using okay. it got it the got cool it. thing too about the audio is like if you actually click on the audio you can see everyone that's used that same audio you can see all their reels oh, and, so and how like, many yeah and well if you want to get like ideas like if you're just like i like this audio but i don't know how to relate it to my niche you yeah. can kind of scroll through and see how other people are using it okay inspiration you'll get inspiration like instantly what about yeah. like i've thought like about creating my own things like that like the yeah. audio can you create your own yes um original audio yep. yeah, to put on for there? like the local greens ak video i did that all myself i just recorded it okay um the best way to do it is like with your iphone headphones uh -huh. put yourself like under a blanket and just talk into those well i got a nice microphone right here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no this you, is better you have a better setup than i do but yeah <laughs> that's funny that that's how you did it yep yep so yeah you can do a voiceover and things like that um, if i do something like that i'll kind of write out like a script and yeah. stuff and i'll do like a couple takes it's yeah. it's funny I, that you asked her that and not me because i'm the one that filmed her all day <laughs> Well, that was my next question. Like a lot of them, there's obviously someone filming it. Yeah. So I'll bring my tripod you okay. know, and I always ask if I can bring a friend. Just it does make my life easier if I can have someone filming. It makes the shots cooler. You can move and yeah, stuff. Whereas the tripod's yeah. just like sitting there. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I'm I'm kind of like creating this new job that really doesn't exist. And I'm traveling every day and I'm taking tours every day. And it's like my family and friends have 
real jobs where they work like eight to five. And so not everyone can go with me every time. And so yeah. I'm starting to kind of figure out how to do this strictly on my own. Like when I went to Skagway by myself, for instance, you know, I was really trying to figure out like, okay, mm -hmm. how can I get all these shots that I want on my own and still produce that like good quality content that I want to put out? Have you seen the selfie sticks that move with you? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've seen those. Oh, there's a guy that goes downtown. He has one on like a, it's kind of like this, but it's a wheel. Uh-huh. And it just follows him mm -hmm. everywhere he goes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The problem with it is like I have, I'm a gadget girl. Like I love, I have drones and gimbals and like all kinds of fun things and a million GoPros and a 360 cam and I never use them. Yeah. <laughs> The phone's so I'm always easy. in a rush, you know, or I'm just like, oh shit, I want to capture this super fast. I'm not gonna like do do click on my GoPro, make sure it's at the right setting. I'm just like I flip out my phone really fast, yeah. you know. And the iPhones take such good quality yeah, pictures and video now and that cinematic yeah. mode is like Yeah. I love it. Are you rocking the latest? Yes. Yeah. Yep. What is the latest? Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen? Yeah. I, I was awarded one after my uh, oh, eleven fell into Prince William Sound a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Is this a thirteen? Do see. you? I think yours is a twelve because we got ours at the same time. Okay. Or mine was eleven. No, yeah, we both had twelves before my phone. No wonder my Instagram's not popping. Do you go to Prince William Sound a lot? You've mentioned it quite a bit. Oh damn it! Do I? Oh, I miss it already. It's like <laughs> a bathtub out there. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the things I do. I did a, a glacier jet ski tour. Oh, you did that? What did you think of that? Oh, my. That's literally like one of my top three tour recommendations. Yeah. yeah. You have to go. The yeah. glacier have to. Jet, jet ski tour. Yeah. Yep. It's with Glacier Jet Ski yeah. Adventures based out of Whittier. Are you riding your own jet ski? You're, you're like hugging yep. something. Nope. No, you're on your are. own jet okay. ski. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just come ripping around. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Whoa. That was fun. Yeah. Super fun. Where'd you go? Blackstone? Blackstone Bay. Yep. And then they. Esther Passage. I think that sounds familiar. It's kind of hard. So while you're riding, they have these like built-in speakers mm -hmm. and it's cool. Cause you know, they're giving instructions, but they're also teaching a little bit about the history and stuff, but it's so noisy in the yeah. way. You have like a helmet on with, uh, yeah. with audio. Yeah. They put okay. like a little mic in there okay. so they can talk mm -hmm. to you and be like, all right guys, we're going to stop here and take pictures or let's go. Or can you talk um, back? You can't talk back. That's okay. the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> what happens <laughs> if someone falls off? um is there like uh someone so in the back yeah there's usually there was a guide up front and behind yeah. us and they're very like personal tours there's only six people at a time mm -hmm. okay. so um they try to like you know leave like a minimal impact on the environment and things sure. like that and they had to get special permitting to do it and everything yeah. um but it's like the only place in alaska that's offering that yeah, there's some haters cool. on that i'm uh -huh. just gonna say there that are right there are I well agree. there's haters yeah. everywhere there, but there's with some haters everything yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no yeah yeah, I was in uh, Shoestring Cove, which is in Esther's Passage. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I think it was July 31st last year. It was a gorgeous morning. So <laughs> relaxing. Just chilling. And we're way up there, you know. And I see this like, like way at the entrance. And I was like, oh, those dolphins, that's crazy. You know, so like I pulled the binoculars. I was like, oh, there's fucking jet skis. That's cool. And then like I come out and we were in like this serene place. Did not interrupt my it at all. It, but we come out of there and then we met up with some other friends and another one that was closer and they had come by early in the morning or whatever. I mean, it wasn't that early. Yeah. It was probably yeah. 10 o'clock. Yeah. And, uh, and they were like, oh, they can't That's be out here. here. Yeah. <laughs> I was Aww. like, oh, this is turning into Homer. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Homer banned them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Wow. Yeah. So when you go on that, do you leave right out of the harbor or do they take them out on a boat and then you go? Yeah, it's like right out of the harbor. It's It was kind of like all the way to the side. They had okay. them just sitting Dude, in the water. That can get yeah. airball, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I've only out. seen them in nice weather. Uh, they or, say they go out rain or shine. Uh, okay. Yeah, but they do. They only do two tours a day. Okay. And I don't know if they do seven days a How week was or the not. water when and you were out there? It was like glass. Yeah. It was another one of those things where like, yeah. this weather isn't normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've only seen them on glass days. Yeah. But they can handle bigger. Oh, and I, I mean, I was whipping it around. I, yeah. was, I was just trying to see. You yeah, know, I didn't want to yeah. flip it, but yeah, I was yeah. like, we'll see. see and it's, it's they're very stable. You've been a big lake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. No, they're pretty stable, though. They're really wide. Yeah. Is right. it like a Lumiski? Or is it actual like a... 2022 Sea-Doo GTX. Oh, yeah, okay. Which is like a three-man, right? You could probably fit three people yeah, in there. I they're pretty they're, big. Yeah, they're like yeah. 14 feet long. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, th- um, six of them. Yeah. Yep. So, no, it was eight. So With six. With two guys. Yep, two guys. And followed me out last weekend, and um, I had some pots set in Blackstone. So when I made the corner of Blackstone, they followed me up there, and Paxson was like... Oh, what are these guys doing uh, coming at us we need a gun you know I'm like no these yeah. are like jet skis because he's like what it's is a it? tour yeah these are not the enemy <laughs> you know and then shoot them uh, down yeah and then i went to go pull my pot and they were headed out towards between perry and uh and esther so i think they're catching like the same tour as the big boats and they're oh. going up esther passage where and i was in shoestring yeah. when they went by me last time and then coming back um in port wells so yeah. way cool tour and really not very interruptive to uh, like that <laughs> to to like the people out there like who outside of kayakers i could see because blackstone's like a kayaker destination uh-huh. but it seems fine there's plenty of space it'd be annoying if there's like three hundred thousand of them right. but there's yeah eight yeah what's the know. other what's it's the other a unique two? experience you said my one top, top three? three. Yeah. Um. Definitely. I always recommend a fishing charter. Just I'm a big fishing girl. I love to fish. But I would say a helicopter tour of some kind. Mm. Um. Like with Alpine Air out of Girdwood. Okay. They offer several different options. You can go land just up on a glacier. You can go um, dog sledding up on the glacier. They have ice climbing, like all kinds of different things. So I've done a helicopter ice climbing tour and i've done a couple i've done two dog sledding tours i did one out of juno and one out of girdwood and both were super fun experiences they're just bucket list items you know what i mean like they are a little costly anything in the air is going to cost more obviously tour wise um but it's what's that run um anywhere from like 400 and upwards of 800 yeah. it just kind of depends on the tour that you're doing and they go with spencer um uh they go up to the Kinnick glacier oh, okay yep and like colony glacier yeah and, yeah and so i saw a couple helicopters so i was up at the spencer bench cabin land on spencer glacier okay. i was wondering there's I, a couple different companies okay. there's like alaska helicopter tours they operate out of the Kinnick glacier lodge uh-huh they're all kind of essentially going to the same yeah. place. They're just all leaving at a different locations. Mm, yeah. Um, but they have like a glacier paddle boarding, pack rafting, like, yeah. and like glacier crystal blue water. Right, so right, right. pretty. When so. you said the fishing tour or the fishing guide, is it um, like saltwater or are you thinking like just kind of de- or either? It Whatever depends on do. what the client wants. You know what I mean? Some yeah. people just like 
get seasick, don't want to do it. But I mean, I definitely recommend doing like the Kenai River for sure. But I also like to tell people if you can do both, I would do yeah, both yeah. a river and an ocean tour. What yeah. kind of uh, Kenai fishing? Um, it just, again, it depends on what time of the year they yeah. want to come. I, you know, I try to explain to them king for king fishing versus silvers and reds. And yeah, just kinda, yeah. There are differences, you know what I mean? Some you can do from a bank, a boat. There's more action. Kings are a little slower. And so it just kind of, yeah. I try to explain all that to them if they don't know a ton about fishing yeah which those it's nice because those are the people that don't really have expectations and they just yeah. want to have fun yeah. um and so with those people it's just when they're coming that kind of that's yeah. what i recommend is totally. what's in season, season. Yeah. yeah but then you have some guys that specifically want to come for that particular species of fish so then oh. I, I recommend okay will you come in these this months then yeah, yeah yeah so it just kind of depends on what the client wants got yeah. it got it and no. that's why it's it is really hard for me to give people quick answers and advice without getting a little yeah, more context detail. and yeah. and how old are you what do you like to do for fun what's your can you know can you hike? what should like, i do this weekend yeah yeah well. hey we're in anchorage for a week what what's there to do i'm like i don't even know you i don't know what do you like to do for fun there's yeah. a ton of things to do in anchorage yeah that's funny so what are some of the other um bucket list items that are on your list that you haven't done yet um i guess i would say just seeing more of alaska and seeing more cities i and i do you know i want to go to more of southeast alaska like i said i do have some really fun trips coming up i'm actually going to be going on a women's retreat you guys okay. had tana on yeah, your show yeah 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 so i'm going to her women's retreat in it's july like lake clark is we're going to um it's we'll be flying over lake clark but we're going to king salmon oh, okay. oh yeah and where she's at right? yep, yep yep and she's got you know, everything privately set up. We're going to stay at like a lodge, go fishing, learn archery skills, survival skills, fishing skills, um, be just with 10 other awesome women. And yeah. we all kind of know each other on Instagram, which is really fun. So we're all going to like meet for nice. the first time and it's all girls. So it'll just be super fun and like empowering. Yeah. And then um, we're going to go to Katmai National Park. So that'll be super fun. I'm excited to share that with my followers just because that's a huge question that people have. Like, how do I get there? And yeah. you know what's it like and because it is hard to get there yeah um and then i'm going to be taking a couple women's fly fishing courses with fishy wear this yeah. okay summer. okay yeah i want to learn more about that who's running um i don't know specifically i think linda okay. yeah i don't know if she's teaching it herself or if she has someone else but um and then what's another trip i want to go to like fairbanks in the winter and just kind of highlight that as a city check out kodiak cordova ketchikan yeah all these places oh not yak attack so, i do want to go there go surf <laughs> <laughs> go hit the graveyard i got invited to kotzebue like oh, some nice. other places so those places are kind of cool because it's like i do feel like you need to kind of know someone to really see it you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah. and so i'm it's nice that i'm able to make connections online before i go to places yeah, like that totally. so i can really get like a local experience there yeah. yeah, once you get Yakutet dialed in, let me know. Okay. Because <laughs> I have yet to dial in. Uh, that's a $100 there. phone call. Yeah, I'm willing to pay it. I've <laughs> spent 25 years going down there, and I have yet to figure out one place to stay or really? one place to eat. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. other than Yakutet Jacks. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned winter. Um, yeah. I kind of want to slide into that season. Yeah. Um, as obviously a lot of these things that we talked about are, you know, summer, spring, yeah. fall activities. Um, what are you thinking as far as like keeping your business going for winter time and winter activities? Um, because a lot of people 
think we just sit in a cabin by the fire all winter. Actually, we're outside right. a lot. Mm-hmm. Totally. In the yeah. Wintertime. Yeah. I definitely myself try to get outside as much as I can in the wintertime just to kind of fight those wintertime blues. So um, I, you know, I do feel like Fairbanks is a really cool city in the wintertime. That's kind of why I'm waiting to go there until the wintertime so I can really highlight it in the best way because it is the best city to see like the northern lights and go on like a dog sledding tour and stay in those glass domed igloos and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, but also, you know, just the wintertime activities, like I, um, I obviously like to snow machine and ski and snowboard and hit up Alyeska and things like that more. And, um, and so as far as the business goes, um, I'm gonna, you know, just really try and show people that like Alaska is still a cool place to visit in the wintertime. So I do want to encourage people to also try and visit in the winter, but also maybe let's start planning for next year because most of my clients were very last minute this year. Uh, And so a lot of the stuff is booked, like a lot of the cool places to stay at, a lot of the cool Airbnbs that I like to stay at, some of the tours like on their ideal day of when they would want to go and stuff. And so I think I'm really going to try and, um, you know, market for next year as well. And I have a ton of content that I can use for next year as well and kind of get people enticed and excited yeah. to want to visit next year and start planning more in advance. Totally. Are a lot of these places like booked for yes. years to come? I mean, a lot of the like cool Airbnb spots that I like to stay at, they're booked up like they've been booked up for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the fishing charters are booking up. Um, the tours, yes, you know what I mean? But it's still, you can still kind of get in, I feel like, with, with a lot of the tours. Yeah. But. What's your most watched reel? Um, so Which one is it? I actually want to look it up. They're the, f- the funny reels. Those yeah. ones probably do the best. I, You know, I, I got to commend you on that. Um, it's y- you're very, <laughs> uh, I got to s- you're you're very in tune with just being silly thank you yeah you know and like it's got to be like humbling because you're not always being shown in the best light or your funny face or a funny outfit or whatever you're doing yeah like a lot of people always on instagram you're trying to show your best side or your best thing whereas those might not connect all the time where like some funny thing that you do yeah like probably hits harder than the rest it's more relatable you know what i mean and it's like it's nice to see someone like make fun of themselves and yeah um with you know like what is the word self deprivating self self deprecating yeah um you know i'll i don't wear makeup all the time like i show up on stories and i have no makeup on and it's but it's like i don't care i think once i (laughs) once i once i realize like hey i'm not creating these videos for everyone that i know in soldatna like because yeah. those are the people you worry about that are judging you, like yeah. the people that you see every day. Once I started to be like, okay, I'm like creating content for people that don't even live here. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of when I started to really like break out. And you had mentioned like asking how many takes and stuff. Not only do I do the takes to like get the words right, but I start to develop more like expressions the more mm-hmm. I do it. You know what I mean? Like at first I'm like, okay, I'm doing the words. Well, now I'm like, oh, honey. And I'm yeah. like putting my like. It's <laughs> almost like a, it's almost like a comedy bit where like you do it and you do it and you do it until yeah. you get the timing right and yeah. you get like the expression right yeah. and the pause maybe yeah. yep. or like the look a certain way mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You really nailed it on a lot. Thank like you. looking up at the screen Thank real you. quick, What which one is like. 
Um, it's down further. So I think my highest viewed reel has like 5.4 million views. What? It's when I have blonde hair. <laughs> so go a lot oh, further. Wow. Um, okay, have, okay, let's try. You, you I have like you six, full or seven, on us six or little. seven reels that broke a million. Holy shit. Um, but it's one where it's like my family always says they're going to visit Alaska, and I look in the back and I'm like, where are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, no one ever one. visits. Yeah, yeah. Are you doing a reel a day? Is yeah. that your goal? Yeah, that's my goal. Just stay consistent. Okay. Yeah, How many do you have? Sure. Like pre like total. recorded? No, total reels out. Oh, maybe 300 or so. Okay. Yeah, I have quite a bit. Okay, so we're looking for blonde Annika. Yeah, blonde. And then there's another one where I'm like asking Google, how do I make salmon? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're into blonde Annika. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> scrolling uh, there's a lot yeah are you staying brunette yeah gosh i don't know lots of fun adventures lots of fish here yeah, yeah tons of fish oh, a beaver uh, fishing oh that's a big j hook yeah or circle hook where is that big circle hook at in homer that's is in it homer, yep. Yeah. yep right when you get like to the docks ah. or the harbor all the hockey tournaments, I don't even notice. And, and then even like, I mean, even like the choosing, choosing the um, the cover, photo. the cover. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I used to be a lot more OCD with my cover photos, and now I just throw whatever on there. Okay. I'm more about consistency now than I know. I don't want to say. Is that Jake's quality, airplane? Go up. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, it is Jake's airplane. Yep. That was at the aviation gathering. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we named that um, airplane on this show. It's hard to know what reel it is if you go to the Bowser? reels. If you go to the reels tab, because right now you're just on like my page. Oh, okay, I gotta go to the top. Yeah, because then I have like titles on them. Reels. We're learning. Okay. Oh, Instagram go back here. to post. I pin I pinned one of them. That's a new feature. That one's one. Of, that one's my second highest viewed reel. Gotta turn this up. Hold on. That one actually went um, not viral, but it did really well on TikTok too. <laughs> but like those platforms are so different. You could post one thing on TikTok and it goes viral, and then you post it on Instagram and it does terrible. Or vice oh, versa. really? What yeah, what constitutes? It's, it's not gonna play the audio. What constitutes viral? Uh, Is that a number? I always say viral for me. You know what I mean? Like in yeah. comparison to my no, my numbers. So yeah. if, if I hit. I don't know, over like a couple hundred thousand, that's like a really good reel for me. But if I hit over 500,000 or hit a million, that's viral for me. Now, is that in within like a week? A no. Day? So that's the thing with reels is like they gain traction later on. Like some of those ones where I hit a million, it didn't hit a million for like eight to 10 weeks oh, of okay. it being posted. Yeah. But so now they have created... Um, like content creators are getting paid, like I right. said. So they have these funds set aside. The algorithm has changed. So it's it's harder to get viral videos now. Like it's harder to be seen because everyone's getting paid now. And so they just made like everything a lot harder to do, I feel like. Uh -huh. But there's, you know, Instagram's changing literally every day. There's always new features coming out. And so it's just kind of what's the next thing 
that's gonna boost everyone into that next you do know? you have any like forums you kind of follow that talk about like okay here's what the changes yeah. are this is what we think's happening so like my feed if you looked at my feed compared to your guys's feeds you know what i mean you're you're obviously watching stuff that you're interested in right so a lot of the things that i follow and watch are how to make money on instagram how to you know how to grow organically how to create better reels how to grow authentically and like i'm watching people that are um teaching me how to use instagram yeah. as a business oh, okay. right, right, right. so, so you know, when you go to your search that's yeah all it is. that's mostly and then there's like flying and fishing stuff right, kind of right. intermixed and then the personal people that i like to follow yeah. but there's not like so. a, like a reddit page with like insiders no, that, I mean, like a private group that you guys are like okay well here's the exact thing that we're going to trend today yeah there is there are groups like that uh, but like i said everyone's page is different uh -huh. like what works well for my audience isn't yeah. going to work well for your sure. double shovel page you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. and vice versa and so it's like while you can learn advice from everyone and learn all these tips and tricks it's still what you do with it and how you apply it to your page your niche right. your business um but the information is there and it's you know it's totally doable like if you are a small business owner you have to be on instagram yeah. like you just have to be that's my opinion yeah yeah um have you heard the name insta queen i haven't uh -uh. Mm. that's your nickname oh. <laughs> from several people actually <laughs> That uh, when I shared your thing, they're like, oh, you're going to have the Insta Queen on. Oh, that's oh. I was like, oh, I wonder if she's heard of that before. <laughs> it's been crazy. I get noticed a lot, I should yeah. say. I, my family thinks it's super annoying. and then, But then my family likes to like tease me and make fun of me. Like everywhere in Juneau, everywhere we went, she's famous. I was like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it was just so embarrassing. But it was cool because then the owner would be like, oh, hey, you should come talk to me. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of open the doors yeah, for me yeah. to be able to like talk to more of the locals and stuff. But, yeah, that's cool. um, but it is weird. Like I'm a normal person. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I have 45,000 followers, but it doesn't make me any cooler than anyone or anything like that. There's, there's accounts that I follow that have the amount of followers I have now. And I just, I used to like, look up to them you know yeah. and i used to be like wow that's so cool like they must be like doing big things and then you get up there and you're just like we're all normal people just yeah. trying to like survive on here yeah. <laughs> and make this like a business and make yeah. money from it so yeah. who are maybe some of the other ones that you look up to from here um i have so the cool thing about being in Alaska is, like I said, the influencer marketing world hasn't really like taken off here. And so you do get to kind of learn like who are the bigger content creators in Alaska. And so um, I am friends with pretty much all of the content creators in Alaska. I feel like we all know each other and follow each other. Yeah. Um, but John Dirting's like a good friend of mine. I have uh, my friend Leslie with Far North Fashion. She's a big account. Um, there's some cool, you know, other accounts like two deer. She's like a mom who kind of documents her whole mom journey. Um, Charlie Savely, have you guys heard of her? She's mm -hmm. like a really cool net geo photographer. Um, there's uh, quite a few Rome wild. Have you heard of Tyler? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Rome wild. Actually he's supposed to come on. Yeah. Yeah. So just, oh, I've met a ton of people that way and, um, trying to, you know, like I said, I can't get my family and friends to go on a lot of these things with me, but it's, I've, I'm trying to like invite other content creator friends too, and kind yeah. of include them in on the opportunities and stuff. And then, um, it's just better for the business too. Now you have two big Instagram accounts coming mm -hmm. to do your tour yeah. and stuff. And then we can film each other and get better content that way and stuff. And so, yeah. um, but yeah, it's cool. There's like a creator world 
on Instagram yeah, is what we call it. Yeah. And there's a, a bunch of um, like big name creators that I like to follow that make really cool videos. And I look up to those people and I like strive to like want to create content like that. Yeah. So what would you say on average it takes for you to make like once you film the reel, like to edit it and all that so stuff? Like a lot of people don't, you know, I tell people like my prices and stuff and it's like, I feel like I really have to explain to them like everything you're getting out of it. Like you're getting a 15 second reel, but you don't see like all the time it took me yeah. to create that reel. Like with you, for instance, like I was with you for like five hours, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was there like pretty much the whole day. Then I have to go home. I now have 30 minutes worth of footage that I'm trying to get down to 15 to 20 seconds or yeah. less because the shorter videos do better on Instagram. Yeah. I'm also trying to pack in all this information into this yeah. short video. And so it's like, um, you know, just the editing time alone. Now I have to find music. I have to write out my caption. I'm a, I went to school for marketing. I have a management marketing degree. So it's like, I'm also like, you know, researching your website and mm -hmm. trying to convey all the important information that I know I as a business owner would want to convey to this audience. And so it's like, I want to put in all the good information, like how to contact this business, you know, what do they sell? What's the price point? What are, you know, just the highlights and features of what they do and stuff like yeah. that. And so, yeah, it's super time consuming. Um, it, the bigger business collaborations, those definitely take me longer because I'm really putting like my heart and soul into those because they paid me to do these. Yeah. Um, but the funny videos and things like that, that's just stuff I do. You know, I can do those in like one to two hours. It just kind of depends on how long or short the video is. I think a lot of it too, a lot of, I spend a lot of time just researching videos. Like I, when I get on Instagram, I say I scroll with a purpose. Like I'm not just sitting there trying to be like mm. entertained. I'm actually looking for ideas. Yeah. Like how can I, you know, entertain you guys tomorrow? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well that, that leads me to the next question. Like, you know, coming up with these ideas, you must do you have like a list of like, I yeah. want to do these things mm -hmm. and then still you're like scrolling, looking for new ideas yeah. all the time? Yeah. So I have a content calendar at home. And so like if I do a paid collaboration with a company, I kind of tell them like, hey, you can expect me to post in like two weeks. And so every day I'm like, okay, what do I need to post today? What to do today? I try to plan everything out. And also like, I don't want to just seem like I'm just constantly promoting businesses because I have a business myself too that mm. I need to promote. Right. Yeah. Also, I got a lot of these followers from my entertaining reels. And so it's like, I also need to create funny videos and things like that. And so on my content calendar, like for June, for instance, you know, this whole week is going to be about Southeast Alaska and I'm highlighting the company that I worked with. But in that, I'm going to throw in like some funny Skagway reels and like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so I just kind of like plan it all out that yeah, way. Right. A lot of my content comes from A, what I'm doing like in that moment. Um, and then there's other things like what's going on in the world. Like, is it a holiday? Is it Memorial Day weekend? Oh, like, right, is right, it yeah. fishing season? You know what I mean? And well, so really I that. create content for what's going on in the oh, world yeah. too, because that's what's most relatable. Yeah. You know, is it winter? Is everyone griping about winter right now and how we can't, you know, keep the snow out of our driveways and stuff. So I'm going to make a funny video about it, you know, yeah. or did something happen today in the world that everyone's like laughing at or making fun of? It's like, those are the things and the trends that you right. want to jump on. Yeah. When you're creating content. What um portable uh battery charger do you carry? I have like eight. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I'm not kidding. I believe you. I believe <laughs> you. If you saw me in Skagway, <laughs> I have my phone in my hand and a little white cord with my batteries in my little fanny pack. <laughs> 
just keeping it charged. <laughs> yep, I just have to. Like, I have to have it plugged in yeah. all day. It's yeah. insane. Especially when I'm out filming and doing, like, a job and stuff like that. But, but no, I, you know, most of the work I do now is on my phone. Like, I'm editing on my phone. I really don't even use a computer unless I'm writing out itineraries. Yeah. And so, um, but it's nice. Like, I can go do that from anywhere. You know, I can go sit at a coffee shop and make a video or I can stay at home or I could be out on the go and make a video yeah. really fast but yeah the freedom and flexibility it's of it super all is nice awesome. yeah yeah it's really cool so but scary but exciting yeah <laughs> that's cool i commend you on that thank it's you. awesome thank you it's awesome jackie well i don't know man we have so many questions left buddy <laughs> <laughs> i just i kind of the one that i after spending the day with you and stuff i i we had a fun time yeah and it, and actually like going on to like what, what you had to deal with like she on that day had to deal with um you know me <laughs> hey, in my business but i but i didn't i pay, deal with this guy a know? lot it's a problem sometimes. yeah <laughs> right, right. there the the manufacturer hired you yeah, um yeah. and it was like kind of a deal that we had set but we hadn't you know danica and i hadn't you know set that with Met them they set that separately it, yeah. so yeah. it was interesting to see like the dynamic between the two um and it made me think like after you had left that day and i meant to ask you like there has got to be like the most uh, like a really like awkward experience and uh, <laughs> i don't think we had any awkward experiences but like do you do you have, have one I had any? yeah yeah mm. i wouldn't say like awkward i don't know i try to like get people to kind of warm up I guess I try to ask questions and I know that people feel more comfortable like talking about stuff that they're comfortable talking about yeah. you know what I mean and so I try to ask like so when did you start your business how yeah, long have yeah. you been doing this for and that kind of will start to get people to yeah, open yeah, up a little yeah. bit but I have had some shy people yeah you know? sure I have had a couple people where I'm like do you want to be on camera explaining all of this or do you want me to like explain yeah, all yeah, it, yeah you know but I really do try and tell my business owners, it really is best if you explain everything. Yeah. It's so coming from you, you know what I mean? The information's yeah. more accurate. It's more authentic. Um, people can really get to know you as a business owner. And when they do that, it makes them in turn want to support you and want to buy, buy from you. Totally. Yeah. So, but no, no, I haven't no. yet. How about with, how about something funny um, with, oh, go for it. I did have a guy call me for a consult call, and I'm pretty sure he just wanted to talk to me. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's awesome. Uh, is girl in Alaska single? Uh, no, I have a boyfriend. Oh, sorry, yes. guys. <laughs> yeah, he, he girls. told me a lot about conservation and fishing when he came over yes. to the farm. Yeah, yes. and so. Yeah. It's all about that. Yeah, so, yeah. He needs to keep doing that. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. That's funny. That's just, that's a. Uh, bold move good yeah, for that guy that that was hilarious yeah, that, that sounds <laughs> well fun. he's like kind of asking me about alaska yeah, and yeah. then was like telling me about his life and was asking me personal questions and i'm like so yeah um back to anchorage you know, <laughs> yeah. Like. yeah i don't <laughs> live there but you know, and then and then yeah like so where do you live yeah. well i live on the peninsula yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah yeah, really close to Anchorage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have had a couple creepy encounters out I in public. Bet. I like bet. I was out in Seward with my girlfriends and we just saw this guy in the corner and he was kind of, I don't know. I, he was just watching us, I guess. But he later like wrote me that night and was like, did you guys have fun playing darts? And I'm like, uh, 
Weird. Why don't you just come say hi instead yeah. of like staring at us? It's coming in the DMs <laughs> later. Yeah. No bueno. Well, then I'm like, did he follow us around? Because yeah. we went to like several other spots after that. And then I'm like, did he follow us to our Airbnb? Like, oh god, he's you in know, the window. We're in a small Is town in Seward. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was harmless. But just uh, the bigger my page grows the more people are starting to notice me and so i am really realizing like as a as a female you know i do need to be a little safer like when i'm out doing this stuff on my own and traveling on my own and things yeah. like that you have bear spray belt oh so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So. works on people too. yeah <laughs> seems like it worked real good right yeah yeah, yeah. No. and we'd all kind of cheer it's like yeah you got practice yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great that's great um, so what are some other goals you might have like within like the next year or five? I've got a ton of ideas just for Girl in Alaska in itself. So in August, I'm going to be coming out with like um, some city guides, some pre-made itineraries, like a seven day Alaska itinerary, 10 day, 14 day, things like that. Yeah. Um, because I do have a lot of people that just, you know, they just want to take all the phone call and everything out of it and they just want to it's just easier they can go directly onto my website and click buy and it's done okay so just creating a little more passive income for myself too in that way yeah um i'm kind of in the process of writing a children's book oh really? tell us more about just that like some things like that so it's a kind of like a children's series kind of based off my niece my niece's name is charlie and um i just want to like encourage her like i said to do things that the boys typically do and oh, so yeah. i'm introducing her to airplanes and my brother brother-in-law's a fireman so she has fire trucks and like you know we're not cool. gender specific toys here we're giving yeah. her everything and so anyways i thought of just this idea of like this little girl who kind of travels around Alaska and experiences and sees new things and does things that like little girls typically don't. Yeah. Do. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I have a friend who's actually writing a book right now in Soldatna and um, she's kind of helping me and giving me advice and stuff like that. So yeah. when can we explain to me? I, I don't know. What's the title? Right. <laughs> I don't know that yet. If you need a draft but, reviewer, yeah. let me know. Do you know an illustrator? <laughs> no, maybe actually. Yeah. I think we probably do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So then, and then just some other ideas as well for the business, obviously, like I get a lot of people that like the Alaska sweaters that I, that I wear. But, you know, you can you can only buy them at, like, Alaska gift shops. I was going to just say, the that's, like, get. the super, like, touristy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Just, like, Alaska. I know. I know. <laughs> I love but it. I love it. I rock them. I don't care. I get. I used to ones. wear that, like, all the shows, like, when I used to <laughs> rap yeah, yeah. and do mm -hmm. hip-hop shows. Mm -hmm. Like, I would always wear, like, some touristy yeah. Alaska yeah. shirt. Yep. Yeah. Jerry and I's like king fishing secret was to have like the cheesiest king salmon fishing <laughs> shirt, and that and that we had to have the same one. And we, yeah. were, I still have them. Like <laughs> they work, man. They come with good luck. That's great. But yeah, some type of merch line in that aspect, and Ooh, I don't know. I have tons of ideas. Merch game. Yeah, you should. yeah. You so should. I get you know I. have People that want to support me and are like, if you made girl in Alaska sweaters, I'd buy one. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so. they might not like book a tour with you or right. and things like that. And like we get the same thing. Like you might not want to be a sponsor or advertise or anything like that, but you're gonna buy a hoodie right. or, yeah, still or a water you. bottle or yeah, something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, like my mom's not gonna like, yeah, you know, advertise, but she wants to like buy a hoodie right. or like you know something like that, which yeah. is yeah, which no, is cool. super rad. Yeah, I saw some dads at the baseball field with their shirt. I know. Alexia's like, I saw like three people with Alaska yeah. Wall. Like, oh. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I see your stuff all over. 
Yeah, it's going sure. good. Yeah. It's going good. Yeah. Um, what about, um, I want to get into food a little bit because okay. I love mm-hmm. to eat. Mm-hmm. You can tell. This shirt <laughs> is a little tight. Um, let's say um, must go to restaurants in like three places. I'll let you choose the places in the restaurants. Um, or do you want me to choose the places? Yeah, maybe ask me some places. That's Homer. Um, it could be a cafe. It could be. I mean, be like it's fancy. like everyone loves it, but like fat olives. You know what I mean? Or huge eat, pizza. Yeah, not the pizza. I do like their like sandwiches and salads. Okay. Um, I do like AJ's steak. Yeah, AJ's is yeah. AJ, AJ's is pretty good. Um, what happened to the mermaid? Did, I don't know. Didn't they buy that cafe cups and then they like close or something? Yeah. I thought it was such a cool spot when it was like. There was also like two sisters bakery. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're gone. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of those like smaller good places kind of went down in COVID, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. Um, what about Soldatna? Soldatna. Because I, I almost feel like the majority of Anchorage, Los Anchorage people like just are driving through, through yep. Soldatna yeah. or yeah. going like. To go to their cabin or So we're like a big food truck city. So like, yeah, every Wednesday we have the Wednesday market. It goes on June, July, and all of August. Mm. And um, so I'm just a huge fan of like the local food trucks. There's Promethean Cuisine. There's the Reindeer Hut. Um, Yo Tacos, just a lot of like small business owners that um, some of them have even opened up restaurants and kind of mm-hmm. moved on from the food truck game, which okay. is really cool to see. Yeah. Um, and then restaurant wise, I mean, I love like the brewery, the Kenai River Brewery. St. Elias is a good spot. Mm-hmm. Um, Addy Camp's kind of cool. It's just a little more Addy Camp fancy for Soldatna, I should say. Yeah, it's in like a old railroad car. Yeah, like, they a have a farm. Car. Yes, they have Fresh 365. Addie Camp? A-D-I? Camp. So they have a little vertical farm there. Oh, they do? they do farm to table. Oh, yes. perfect. It's pretty rad. It's a oh, nice. train car. Yeah. Um, what about, like, you want the fanciest, best meal you could ever get on your trip to Alaska? I'm just not, like, a fancy meal kind of gal. <laughs> Good answer. I like some of the hole in the wall places. You know what I mean? Like it was fun to kind of see some of the smaller restaurants and stuff in Skagway and even in Juneau. Um, so I don't know. Fancy wise. I feel like you'd have to go to Anchorage to get that. Yeah. Or like a private lodge. That's like mm-hmm. privately catered. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Sheldon. That would probably yeah, be. Sheldon Delicious or I bet, Sh- I bet Sheldon that probably takes the cake <laughs> yeah. with the view and everything and the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. The musky, man. You can't go wrong. I, I do musky? love, I always recommend the double musky to my yeah. clients, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. It's been a while since I've been there. Oh, yeah, man. That's so good. It's I went once good. this year. I go once a year. I'm with like, my parents. Do you like Jack Spratt? I love Jack Spratt. You don't like Jack Spratt? Yeah. No, they're super inconsistent. Yeah. I, I don't like them. I've been there a lot of times. Um, yeah, I and... There's like this um, poshness. I don't know what this mm. thing, this arrogance. Good that, word. Yeah. Like I tried to match him last time, oh. and I and it, and it finally like made me Cringe. like him more because <laughs> I matched it, and then he smiled, and I was like, "All right, you're actually human." Oh no! But yeah, they have great food. I just think that um, there's some other options there, and yeah. but keep going to Jack Spratz and leave some tables open at you know Musky and um, <laughs> oh, what's the Chair five? No, ac- the newer one uh, across from um, the old silver tip. 
The Hightower Pub? No. That, so across that from there. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, Is it like the burrito place? No, no, no. It's uh, oh, the Spoon Line. Oh, the, the Spoon, spoon Line, line is okay. exceptional. Is that breakfast? So okay. it, no, it's dinner. And it is it is intimate. It's um, definitely like on the craft side where really small portion, really small um, staff, you know, okay. so um, and not a lot of um, people in there. Uh, it's good, good food. The Spoon Line is legit. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And if you like shrimp, shrimp and grits, it's the best shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits. The best shrimp and grits in Alaska. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. But no, you know, Jack's Brass is great. I, I just don't think that for me, it doesn't live up to the same expectation as when I talk to every, right. everyone else. Yeah. 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 I was there last week and it was great. So I got the burger because. <laughs> safe <laughs> <laughs> the bim bam boop burgers always safe like i just can't yeah well, have you been to um either of you that birch and alder no i haven't no, no. what about you know, that new whiskey and ramen okay so it's not open, open yet. yet it's not that open yet but killer. i just saw uh what's her name's like she had she must have got some hidden like secret like Is pre amber yeah yeah i was like amber what the fuck I was like, how like do I get in on that? Yeah, like, <laughs> what's up? Like, you got in there on I'll that? I'll promote it on my I want to work yeah. the kinks out first. Yeah, yeah. but look, like, yeah. legit, though. Yeah. Like, just the, the atmosphere. Yeah, the cool. atmosphere, the, the vibe, and, like, super, like, I don't know, look legit. Yeah. yeah. I hope so. I mean, they've been working on it for, like, three years. Yeah. So. I, I just Where? had a bomb ramen the other day by that House of Berea food truck. Mm-hmm. And they well, they, it was a double shovel oh, when I had okay, it, but okay. he made a ramen with the burria and the burria like. Did you so post that? Sauce. I seen someone yeah, I did. That. It was, was so good. Okay. Oh. I had his like egg taco. Oh, okay. Ooh, so good. Yeah, he knows what's up. So is is good. he the same one he was in the bagel factory for a little bit? I'm not sure. And then he got a he like was serving out of the bagel factory, but I think he had his truck in the back. I'm not sure. He, I do know that he has like one of those. Is he a young guy? Maybe he's like Mexican or Filipino. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's him. Yeah. Yeah. He's he fuck, he, he does good shit. Yeah, and that food truck he has is a new food truck. I saw it on Facebook Marketplace. You know, less than a year ago. So, okay. Uh, but man, his stuff is good. That's cool. Yeah. A lot of good food. Yeah. Got me hungry. I was surprised that I see a ramen though at a Mex you know burrito truck. Yeah. 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 That's huh. cool. Yeah, he's he does. Um, Every time I'd go in there, we'd always chat. He was a customer of mine, and he'd always, like, give me something that was, like, he's, like, testing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which I always love. Like, it's not that. on the menu. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. just, like, you got to yeah, just try yeah. this. Yeah, You yeah. know, like, yep, yeah, throw it my way. So, but I will say, the best food truck in Alaska is Machileros. Okay. Have, have okay. you had Machileros yet? Uh -uh. Oh, my God. So it is good. unbelievable. They're at your spot a lot, right? They're at my spot, but the Girdwood has them all the time, Do they? too. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's quite I'm always worried like that bus is going to break down. I think <laughs> it does, but Wit just fixes it up. They just you start know, they selling just, wherever it breaks down. It is good. Yeah. So what's crazy about it is, you know, I've probably seen 50, way more than that, 100 different food trucks at Double Shovel. Machuleros is the only one that more people come for the food, don't even go inside, and they'll start yeah. lining up at noon, and it, and they sell out every night. Wow. It, it It's unbelievable. That's cool. But it's also cool because they're bringing their culture's cuisine, and it's not mm -hmm. cuisine. And cu cuisine. Cuisine. Um, cuisine. Thank you. And, uh, oh, it's, oh, time out, time out. and it's not really cuisine? like. Cuisine? 
Is that what you said? <laughs> Did I say it? I can't speak. But the cool thing is, like, it's not like Americanized. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like it's true Guatemalan. Like yeah, it's yeah. very Central. Yeah. It's yeah. like legit Central American. Yeah. What do you get there? Um, I like the burrito. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like French fries, <laughs> burger, the bladas. So I like the chicken, the bladas. Mm. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. But I don't get that because I'm not allowed to order anymore. So I walk up and they're like, "What do you want? How hungry are you?" And what it's how hungry are you? And then they give and then I like give them like a level, and they're like, "I know what you want." <laughs> and then they'll make me stuff that they're trying out or whatever. Oh wait, wait, what's the level? How do you do the level? You know, depends. This high? This yeah. It, so this is like I'm really hungry, and this is like I'm not that hungry because <laughs> yeah, on all stuff, me, man. I should yeah. do that with my yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Uh, yeah. When I go like this, she always makes me wits favorites that oh. are on the menu. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, cool. Danica, tell people where they can find you, especially a lot of our listeners are people that are out of state that yeah. are doing their research right now yeah. for uh, moving here, mm-hmm. trips they're doing here. Um, obviously, we have a lot of local listeners as well. Yeah, Maybe yeah. some stuff that, um, that you can help them out with. What? How can they find you? What's the best route to get in touch with you to do some awesome stuff that you're yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I can help out locals, travelers coming to the state, local businesses within the state. Um, you can reach me either on my Instagram page. That's kind of primarily where I operate. It's Girl in Alaska. Um, so it's girl.in.alaska. But if you just search Girl in Alaska, it should pop up. Also, I'm on TikTok, same in, same handle. It's the Girl in Alaska handle. And then you can also check out my website. It is girlinalaska.com. That's going to have more information about the services that I provide and the pricing. And you can also book directly with me on my website. Um, there's a book now button and you can figure out like a date and time that works best for your schedule. Also, you can just shoot me a DM. Like if it's just too hard to navigate on my website and you just want to talk to me directly, you can shoot me a DM and we can get on the phone and talk that way as well. Unless you're the creepy guy in sewer. Unless you're the creepy guy or the guy that just called to talk. <laughs> uh, thanks, Danica, for coming in. Yes, thank um, you for, thank you for uh, giving this avenue for people that want to visit our state, yeah. um, for locals and outsiders as well. I think it's a very original modern um way to show people alaska yeah. and have a different experience that's not cookie cutter right super touristy um and personal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah, it's super rad that's what i'm going for yeah Thank loved you. having you over at local greens Thank thanks you. for all your support yes definitely yeah you gotta come over to double shovel sometime i will yes i want to do like a behind the scenes experience yeah, that'd be, be fun, fun. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yep. gonna put you to work again though. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come get a hot dog. I know you still like hot dogs. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be back in Anchorage soon too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the hot dog queen in Soldana. Okay. I uh, said instead of hot girl summer, it's hot dog summer. Hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time out. I got. I gotta just end this really quick. Have you guys ever heard of the Glizzy God? <laughs> No. no, that's my new nickname. The glizzy glizzy God. People calling me the Glizzy Why? God. I didn't know what it meant. Glizzy means hot dog. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> my okay. sons are like, you're the Glizzy God, and then like <laughs> random people have just been like, oh, the Glizzy. We're at the Glizzy Gods. That's like, funny. I'm like, I'm like, what is the Glizzy? You need what to is Glizzy? Use that to your advantage. Make yeah. that a hashtag. Real coming, Glizzy God. Yeah. yeah. Put a Alaska. little sign on your stand. Like tag <laughs> the, us. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag Glizzy God. <laughs> glizzy that's God. awesome. <laughs> Take advantage uh, of that. Yeah, my wife doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Alaska, stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. 
Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney's Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana for the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge, can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details. Specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? 
I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth, and it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy, and it is unmanly to say they cannot do it. <laughs>